but uh, I'm just so glad it's skateboarding. It's been the one thing that came to me at the right time. It could have been anything I imagined, but skateboarding was what it was. That's why I love skateboarding to death. That's right when I found skateboarding. Like my friend showed me and I was like latched onto it because it was the only thing at that time that was really fun and like my escape and I fell in love with it, you know. This is pretty interesting. All right, what do we got? This dude, uh, Ben Nordberg, I guess, is like a, a model. Hell yeah. And also a skateboarder. I think I actually knew that. I didn't. I've, I've, I've seen him, him his skating, obviously, but... You got anything to cheers over there? Did you bring any sort of drink? I did bring a water. You were talking about uh, coffee, bro. What happened to your coffee? Oh, I drank it. That was fast. <laughs> What it, what issue? Let's see the cover. Show the cover oh, to no, the. Oh no no, not an issue. Not. He's just. It just says he's a. He's a model. N- no no no. Show the cover. Oh oh. What oh issue sorry. of the magazine. Oh hell yeah. Who's that? Elijah Burrow, right? Yeah, right, the fifty. Looks crazy. How's it going today? Good, good. Yeah? You? And uh, tell the people why you're late. Uh, I was doing laundry. My pants were still wet. And Kid just kept texting me. He's like, it. 10 more minutes. These things are drenched. <laughs> I'm like, dude, what the fuck's going on with these pants, bro? Is yeah. it those pants? Yeah, yeah. They feel pretty dry. There are now. Plenty of time to I dry. I drove here with them wet. Pocket's still wet a little bit. Damn, damn. But. Yeah, when we were walking in for the podcast, Goonan was like, here, you can have the... Newest Thrasher, talk about it. So the newest Thrasher, Elijah Burrow, grinding some sort of monster kink drill. Back cover is Tiago Lamos. Ooh, let me see that. I haven't seen You that. didn't see that one? No. Is that front cook pop out, probably? Yeah. Looks really it's huge, tall. too. Yeah. Or Hell of a Year, Delfino, Burrow, a um, bunch of other people. Burnside, 30 Years Down. Neck face, people I've known. Damn, from people through a kink. Double kink. Nice. You know what I watched last night? Speaking of Burnside. What did you watch? We watched uh, Elementality. Like Old vi- full, older video, right? Yeah, Wicked Old. Yeah. And uh, Brent Ackley. He's like half his part. is like at Burnside. Is that how I'm you say his sure last name? Burnside. I think so. Brent Ackley. Ackley? I thought it was Ashley or something, but maybe I'm wrong. It could wrong. be. It's spelt with like a C-H or something. Yeah, it is. But he fucking kills that whole part. It's crazy. Yeah, that dude has the sickest style, right? And his pants are like down to his knees, dude. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, he's insane. I actually want to pull up some just so we can like look while we talk. Because that dude, he like had a moment where like everything was him, right? Was yeah. he riding for Element for a moment? Is that what it was? Yeah. And they were just probably and advertising. I too. Really? I think so. Oh, Does, no, no. Nike, sorry. That makes sense. Yeah, he had the dunks. Brent, uh, ATC, like L-E-Y? Yeah. Yeah, it's a weird last name to, to like be able to pronounce it. Yeah, Burnside. I saw Andy Roy on his Instagram. He was at Burnside, I want to say. No, he's at the one in Philly, FDR. FDR, yeah. I think that's where he was. And uh, they were doing some sort of Halloween thing. And right when I tuned in, someone had gotten hurt. Oh, so I was man. like, oh, no. <laughs> and Andy Roy was, like, yelling at him from the top. He's like, you're okay or something. He's like, get up. Oh, he's my like, God. He was in a costume all fucked up. 
Yeah, Brent, dude, destroyer with the style, right? Yeah, he's so laid back. Yeah, he. There's something about his like. He's almost got the hands down thing going on, but like in a way better way, you know. It's crazy. He'll just like kind of pump around like wicked calmly, and then do something like that. Yeah, huge front side out of tail. Yeah, it looks like he's barely doing anything until he gets to the lip. Yeah, he just explodes. Yeah, it's insane. His lines and whoever was filming this dude needs an, an award, right? For real. Because like following him on lines, we should hear that part you're talking about. Let's pull that up. Yeah, it's crazy. I'm just going to leave these tabs open. Put them in the links in the description so you can check them out if you're... Uh, oh, that guy, remember that part. I want to check it out. <laughs> Water flowing into action. I do have some questions from online, so we'll get to those or topics too, like in a little bit, whenever. Cool. Yeah, like this is kind of like, he, I don't know how you could follow someone filming this stuff. He like does a line around the entire park. Yeah. This shit's wild. I w- it doesn't even look like they have like a gyro, gyro, like a stabilizer or anything. It looks like he's using like a normal camera to film this too. Yeah, this is damn. We should go too. run back because, like, look at the shadow. We'll be able to see. Yeah, dude, he's it's look like at a this. VX. Yeah, it's just like a VX. That dude deserves an award because hanging on over all those humps in the concrete parks and like this dude flowing around trying to keep up with his ass. Right. Fucking gnarly. Yeah, dude, he's got a normal camera and he's just doing it. <laughs> like half the lines I film, like when people watch the vlogs, are like, "Dude, sick filming," and I'm always like, "Thanks," but really, I'm like. I have a GoPro and I have the Karma Grip stabilizer yeah. and like half the time I'm fucking falling and if I had a normal camera, it would look so shit. Damn, that was sick. You see that? I missed it, but I've, it I've seen this part so many times. Yeah, but he did nollie front heel to disaster. You should learn that one. Ooh. I feel like you could do that one. I've tried them. Did you? Yeah, Damn. I've gotten the backside one, like nollie back nollie heel back disaster. disaster, yeah. But yeah, so like I'm filming and fucking... If I had a normal camera, it wouldn't even be usable. Yeah. So, like, people say good filming, and I, I'm stoked that they say that, but really, it's the fucking technology. Cause yeah, like, it's, like, doing it for you. Yeah, like, I can't fuck up, really. It's really, it's harder to fuck up than it is to not fuck up, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just because uh, it stabilizes everything, and I, I, I literally, if you watch me, it just looks like I'm a fucking idiot out there. And then I watch footage, I'm like, dude, I'm Ty Evans. What the fuck, bro? <laughs> oh, dude, speaking of Ty Evans, too, he had a clipping elementality. He did? Yeah, I never knew that. It was Like in the, skating? Yeah, it was in the credits, and it was like friend section in order of appearance, and like Ty Evans was in it. Wow. I was like, what the fuck? It's pretty wild. There was a lot of like random people, like Rodney Mullen was in it. Hell yeah. Rodney Mullen's a legend. Yeah, he front 50 like this 20 stereo. It's crazy that like, you know people that like don't skate know Rodney Mullen. Yeah. Like, that's weird to me for some reason. He's a legend. But he doesn't he, like, seem like it. someone that would appeal to, like, mass appeal, you know? Like, to mainstream. Like, he doesn't seem like that dude that would, like... But I guess because he is the dude, like... I think it's because he's older. And, like, dudes that were older know him as a pioneer. So they probably mm-hmm. just preach his name. Kind of like Tony Hawk. Like, he's an older dude. And then, like, all the people that love Tony Hawk. But Tony Hawk makes sense because he did the 900 on TV. And, and the like, video games, too. Yeah. I mean, he's, like marketed himself so much whereas rodney mullen i feel like he was more obscure but for whatever reason like people that don't even know shit about skating are like they drop rodney mullen's name you know yeah i actually heard someone on a podcast recently 
shout out Rodney Mullen. It was someone who didn't even skate. That's what made me <laughs> think of it. What were they saying? Oh, it was like um, it was this dude, um, Eric Weinstein. Not sure if I've heard of him. He's some, I don't even know what his technical term is, but he's a really intelligent dude. Like he's educated. I think he's like um, he's not a neuroscientist, but like something like that. Like well, a, he does like those TED talks on physics or something. Rodney Mullen. Yeah, and that's what he was saying. He's like, I'd like to at talk to him about what it's like to constantly progress in something. Yeah, it might not have been Eric Weinstein, but it was someone like. Oh, it was. Um, I was listening to. I'll tell you right now. I, just so you know, I said uh, he front 50 to 20 stereo, but it was a joke. Who did? Rodney Mullen. I said that that was his clip in the video. Oh, you, must, ago. <laughs> you said that? Yeah. Where was I? I wanted to see right if you'd here? catch on, and I was like, he believed it. I was right here? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I wasn't listening at all, apparently. Was see, that, see if No, not for you, but I just said it as a joke. <laughs> see if anyone say anything. It's I'm like kind of high right now, if I'm honest. Not high off of like weed or anything. It's I go to this place that's uh, near my house called um, Ohana Nutrition. I saw that like drink thing you got. Yeah, that bomb. So they make these awesome shakes and they're super delicious. But that's not what gets me high. What gets me high is their fucking tea. So like I I quit drinking coffee. Yeah, I'll still have caffeine. This thing has caffeine in it. And like every time I drink this, even when I was drinking coffee, this thing when I you want to sip. Don't touch it. Don't fucking touch it. Just because you hesitated? No. Not a big tea person. And we're during a pandemic, maybe not like a straw to straw type of thing, you know? I mean, the election's almost over, dude. Pandemic's about to end. You think? <laughs> I kind of have that feeling. <laughs> Eventually. But, it's it's going to take a bit. But I, I, don't, mean, I honestly don't think it's going to end for a while because yeah. uh, Trump doesn't ever want to lose. And he knows how to sue the shit out of everything. So it's going to drag out to the bitter end. Because that dude, I feel like that's what he's made a career on is like getting into situations where he's convinced people he's the best ever, and then when it doesn't work out, just suing until he gets his way, basically. Yeah, just antagonizing. Yeah. Not that I'm... I'm not pro either side, dude. Trust me. I no, don't I feel like, like either. either side, but... um, But I don't think it's going to go anywhere anytime. We're going to drag it out to as long as they can. I think, like, two months or something, or whatever it is, before they can... They have to figure out the election, you know? Yeah. Um... Oh, yeah, so this thing, man. I don't know what they put in this shit. It's like pure crack, though. It looks crazy. I've only drank that like much, and I bottom. can't stop talking right now. Look at it. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to stop. It's not. I want to keep going right now. Do you feel like you've gotten like sensitive to caffeine now that you stopped drinking coffee? Oh, yeah. Yeah? But that's this, like I said, even when I was drinking caffeine or coffee, this shit would still do that to me. No shit. Yeah. So I got to ask him, like, what do they put in that motherfucker? <laughs> You know? They're like, oh, it's nicotine. <laughs> You're like, wait, what? They're like, we didn't know you were super into cigarettes, dude. We just chew them up and spit them in there. Like, yeah, it keeps everyone coming back. <laughs> um, Yeah. Things crazy. All right, elementality. What was I going to look up? Rodney Mullen? Oh, yeah. I know, on my phone. Podcast. You listen to podcasts? Um, I went through a phase where I was a lot recently. I haven't been much. What do you have on your phone for podcasts? Do you have any that you like? I know you listen to this one. Yeah. Because we talk yeah, about I it. I was listening to this a lot. I still, I'll tap, I'll like come in and I'll catch up every now and then, like try and get like four episodes in like a week or something. Yeah. Hell and yeah. then like I won't listen to a podcast for a few weeks. I do the same thing. I yeah. go on like binges and then there's like you hit a dry spout where you're like, yeah. there's nothing that's really like 
I'm into at the moment, mm-hmm. or you're waiting for a certain ep- uh, podcast that you like to drop new episodes, you know? Yeah. Do you have any on your, that you... I used to listen to, like, Joe Rogan a lot a long time ago. I don't at all anymore, really. Not, like, a Oh, he's had some fan. good ones, though. I like the guests he has. I just don't... I feel like uh, he just pushes, like, his things on, on stuff. So, like, I just try not to... I don't know. I don't, I don't want to take in too many, like, other people's points of views all the time. Yeah. So, I've been trying not to. You don't want to be brainwashed? Yeah. It happens. I feel like Joe Rogan wants to brain not wants to, but I feel like he, it's like can be brainwashing. He has strong point of view about yeah. things. What specifically? I don't even. I can't even name anything off like right now that I can think of off the top of my head. I just remember when yeah. I was listening to him a lot. I was like, I gotta stop listening to this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, it was Tim Ferriss. I was listening to Tim Ferriss show, and he was talking to someone, and that person said they were like. Yeah, I. It was like he wanted to. If he could meet anyone, it was like Rodney Mullen, and then some like Nobel Prize winning person. And he's like, I want to talk to him about what it's like to constantly innovate in a field, you know? Yeah. And I was like, wow. And he's like a scientist or something. Yeah, whoever it was, it was like an at. Yeah, it was whoever it was was like maybe an astronaut or something. I don't remember. I'm butchering the shit out of it, but. It was someone that was well educated. Like you would never expect to like them to know who Rodney Mullen is. Yeah, you know. But like, apparently Rodney Mullen's doing those uh, TED talks, so he's like he's <laughs> branching out, the door. branching out. R- vote Rodney twenty twenty four. Oh, I would vote for him all day. Would you? Really? Yeah, 100%. I would too. Rodney Mullen to run the country, especially over like uh, any fucking uh, politician. Yeah, like, all day, dude. He's like, first thing we're gonna do. First graders, they got to learn to kick flip. <laughs> <laughs> nah, let's slow down. He would have them turning front side, back side, learning the basics. He wouldn't have them kick flipping right away, right? Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. Um, Okay. Let's see. Let's go to a question. What did I do with that water? Did you find it? Nice. All right, Jonathan D. Siebel, S-E-I-P-E-L, Sibel, Sibel, I don't know how to, I butcher last names all day long. Um, Board shapes slash designs over the years, which ones lasted the longest versus failed immediately, advantages and disadvantages? This makes me want to look up something that has a bunch of board shapes. I'll look up real quick. Um, I was looking at something recently where i was like damn there's a bunch of different shapes i might actually have it on my laptop i mean popsicle shape is what's the standard nowadays just round nose round tail like pretty standard stuff all the shape boards i don't really know if that helped like no nose but a big square tail or like a pointed nose do you think it i feel like it could make or break certain tricks like make it almost easier or harder depending what it is you know yeah like with like the shape boards anyways yeah i remember kevin used to like skate welcomes when he was a kid all the time and they always have shape boards yeah it's like the squared nose uh tails and like pointed noses and stuff yeah i just remember um like one board he had literally like made tray flips so much easier really it was yeah it was what kind of shape was it It had like a pointed nose and like a super squared off tail and i don't know it just made trays way easier for some reason because it's, like, less catching your flick, so, like, maybe. I don't know. I could see it. I could see it. That was the only trick that felt good on it, really, in my, like, to me. Kevin loved it, obviously. He skated those all the time. Yeah. 
I feel like short uh, shape decks versus like popsicle sticks, which one lasted the longest versus failed immediately? Again, it comes down to like what tricks you want to do. There's yeah, no nose preference. on the fucking thing. It's like you can't really, Nolly's going to be awkward as shit. People will, will do every Nolly trick on a weird board just to prove you wrong, but it doesn't mean it was like easy. Dude, you, know? you just reminded me, Marty, he was skating a welcome for a while or a few of them, like all shape boards. And he was like doing nollie flips and nollie heels down stair sets and stuff. And I was like, how is he doing that on that board? Yeah. It was crazy, dude. So I don't really think, I don't know if the shape really helps with like making it last longer. You think? I feel like if you got a pointed nose or something, it'd probably chip easier. Maybe. If you like kicked it down yeah, or something. Maybe. But there was, at that same point, it's less to, like, really damage. Because when yeah, it's rounded true. like that, there's more flat, sort of, to, like, smash. But, like, that, it's going to... Yeah, but it's maybe. almost like it's an arrow. It's like a little... Yeah, the point. <laughs> it's just going to go down and smush out or whatever. Out of all these shape decks, which one would you want to skate? So we got a few. We got a bunch of square tails. I kind of like the square tail. Like, yeah, me too. You know the McStank one we did for all I, I need? That bottom one doesn't even look like a old nah, school but it shape. It looks like big. Yeah. You know? Or the top one? Excuse yeah, me. Or the top one, maybe. The top kinda one's like kind of. That one, too. That one looks normal. It's like a little distorted, but there's more down here, too. I bought a board off. That, look at that one, dude. That looks nasty. Is that the tail or the nose? That's the nose, maybe. Would you want your tail smaller than like your nose like that? Yeah, Imagine if you had boards like that where like the nose was super wide and square, but then the tail was real pointy yeah. and like an arrow almost. That would be, I've never really seen that before. I'm not sure. I bought, you know, Jake Littlefield? Yeah. I bought a board off of him. He like cuts his own shape decks. Yeah. He just buys the big rectangle boards and like cuts shapes. Yeah. He buys them like unshaped. Uh, yeah. It's it literally just, just looks like this. Like, yeah. It's the nine by 33 and then they yep. cut into it. Or it might, I think it's, it's even 10. Probably because you got to make up for like yeah like cutting ten into width it. yeah. But I bought one off him. It's like I want to say it's like a nine. Yeah, and it's crazy shape. It's like kind of tapered, and then the nose is really big, and then the tail is like squared off, but it's a little smaller than the nose. And it's got like a fifteen inch wheelbase or something, so it's a little longer. longer. Yeah, well, wheelbase is between the the like truck to truck. Yeah, but the the middle of the truck, like yeah. so, the middle area between the truck and truck, it's measured by the inside bolts. Yeah, exactly. That is the wheelbase, or the yeah, exactly. Because I think a normal board's like fourteen three to fourteen five or something. Just yeah, in between there. Yeah, like fourteen two fourteen fourteen point two five. Yeah. or like there's a whole bunch. It's yeah. cool that when you stand on it, it like feels wide. Like you feel like you're almost on a snowboard. Yeah. So like all these old school shapes we're looking at, f- the wheelbase is fourteen point two five, fourteen point two five, and fourteen point five. Um. Oh, look at these shapes. Those longboards. Whoa. What the fuck is that long? <laughs> that <laughs> That's longboard. The one I was looking at. <laughs> it looks like a razor blade. I don't know if you'll be able to see this on the camera for people watching on YouTube, but you're probably better off not seeing it. Yeah, true. I guess <laughs> things hideous looking. <laughs> it looks like a razor blade because it's got those weird hinges on the end. That's where, where your longboard truck the trucks going. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a square in the middle, and there's no nose or tail. Just the truck trucks are at the end. That must be the trucks with like the hardware on the top. Oh, dude, because it's got holes in it. Like I know, the, uh, like a hole for the whole truck. Nothing bothers me more. And sorry for people out there that longboard and like this shit. And I, I have to 
just plead ignorance because I've never really like gotten into longboarding down hills and shit like that. Even though it looks fun, like I've been to some longboard shit that was like, this looks fun, but like it's just never my thing. But nothing bothers me more than when you see a truck and it's like backwards. Oh my god! And, like, I know. Looks, it looks so dumb to me because I'm just like, this the is the like, pins on the outside. It seems wrong. Yeah, it just seems perverse. You're like, who's the asshole? You know. And then if you ask them, they're going to be like, well, it turns better. and do, do, do. They're going to have like a reason. I'm sure that makes sense. You know, it doesn't make sense at all to me, though. You don't you, you know. Have you ever put your trucks on backwards on like a skateboard? Mm-hmm. It like doesn't. Yeah, but you, that you'll trucks... go left, but it like goes right on you. So like what I think it is, is they design the truck backwards so that it has certain turn in radius. Yeah. That's good for like slalom. <laughs> choo, choo, choo. Downhill oh, swerving. <sighs> I mean, it's. I guess if you're going wicked fast on a hill like sliding, it's probably kind of cool. It probably serves a function. It probably really makes sense. But to me, as like someone who's only really skated street, and that's like I'm a purist in that sense. Yeah, it seems fucking wrong. You know, seems really wrong. What about what about that where they like carve into the uh, the wheel by area? Honestly, I was talking to I went to Solstice the other day. I was talking to Jay about how we might start doing that because we both skate wicked loose trucks. So I might like take a sand and belt or something and like sand grooves <laughs> in in advance so I can like turn more. Just wax it like the boss. Like I do. Reynolds, you do? Yeah. Especially when you not drops. Because that'll just stick. What the mm-hmm. fuck is that one? The, this board. Ugly. Where the trucks go, there's like, no, there's a <laughs> hole in like the front of it and the it back of like it. It looks like a beetle's head. Like Yeah, you like the slide pincher? the truck in or something. Doesn't make no sense, bro. What do you like, a medium concave or like a mellow or steep? I don't even know. I just like a big nose. That I'm like uh, pretty. I, I you like don't a know big if nose. you like a flat concave? I don't like flat boards. So I, I like concave, but I don't like like a crazy. Like I skated a, fu- a fucking awesome board once. Watch your language. I, I was like going to not say it, but it's the. <laughs> How fucking dare you? <laughs> but dude, the board was like so deep it, like a like, canoe yeah it was too much i couldn't do it yeah i mean i skated it for a while but i wasn't a fan i i've had a board like that where it was way too much concave and i remembered it because i had blue grip tape <laughs> yeah and i was just like remember trying to do kick flips and just like seeing the blue grip tape and it felt like it was a fucking canoe and you can, i can like see the shadow yeah it just like fucked me up bro i was like never doing a steep concave again but medium concave all day yeah i'm not a fan of like uh i hate when a board's like flat too though oh dude nothing worse than that yeah because you know it's just gonna flex out sooner than it would otherwise Mm -hmm. and you i hate when you can feel your foot completely flat yeah that's what it is for me too like when i was uh looking at those shapes the other day that's why i was like looking for the how flat the tail or the nose was like which one had more of like a dip to it well that's a little different though yeah, but the you still it tail. still almost feels the same like having your foot in the middle and like that flat feeling. Yeah. And then on the tail sometimes when you get that. Yeah, nothing's worse than a super flat tail. Mm-hmm. Cuz then you like feel like you you're hitting the ground so fast and it's almost dud. It's like yeah. a dud too much. Well, I, I, no, I don't mean flat like like not s- steep. I mean like just like the Oh, the concave the, on the, the tail. Concave yeah, of I remember the tail, you were saying, you know? okay, yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. I've never actually really thought about that. Like um, think boards. Do you yeah. remember think? Are they still around? I don't think so. I do remember think. But uh, their noses—they always had a flat nose. It didn't have any concave in them. Yeah. So it almost feel like there's like a bubble on it. That's weird. 
Yeah. You liked it or no? no. Oh. I'm so I'm so weird about boards, like super picky. I've never really thought about concave on the nose or tail. It's never really like a never even really noticed that. Mm-hmm. I always think about the middle and then I think about the flatness of the tail, like if it has a good kick to it. Like or an not. arch. Yeah. Yeah. I'm again I'm not the dude who likes a steep tail and I don't like the super mellow tail. I like a tail that's medium, so it's not too crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm like happy medium in the middle. Consolidated, um, I remember when I was a kid seeing them all the time. They used to make a shape that, like, it was called the shovel tail, I think. Mm-hmm. And it had, like, a wicked deep concave on the tail. Yeah. So it, like, literally looked like a shovel. I wonder if we can find something like that. Shovel tail. I never skateboard, skated one, Concave tail. Skate. See if anything's up. Because I, I don't really know what it would even look like. I mean, I guess I would, but it was just, like be weird to see a photo if you could actually see a photo of concave on the nose or tail that would bug me out i think it i'm pretty sure it was consolidated there's not gonna be it it's not gonna be there um let's see if we if we actually nailed this advantages and disadvantages to shape boards uh yeah i feel like shape boards you lose some stuff maybe you gain some stuff but like overall a popsicle shape seems like the one because you can nollie you can fakie you can like all that stuff whereas like but like i said you'll find someone who will skate any fucking shape deck and do every trick on it and you'll just have to eat your words and be like they're doing it yeah sometimes you see like when i was younger i'd watch like a pro like film a trick on like a cruiser board or something i was always like how the fuck are they doing that or like or like a shape deck and you're like why do they all of a sudden they just start skating a shape deck like zared used to do that i remember that he'd have like the wicked small pointed nose or something yeah for whatever reason i think he'd get like bored or something and he'd put on like a shape deck just to like have to relearn the shit on that you know like i remember pros doing that and just being like why would they do that but now right now i literally only have a shape deck set up I have the mixed Oh, yeah, so. you were skating the McGrath yeah. board or whatever. Yeah, because yeah. my leg's been killing me, so I haven't really been able to skate. So I was like, I don't know, it's shorter and tighter, and it's, like, better for filming. I even yeah. lost in my truck so I could film, you know? Um, But, yeah. But now I'm only riding a shape deck at the moment. Mm-hmm. I don't even have a normal deck set up. It's just crazy to me. Who is the one that filmed, like, a whole part on, like, a... It was, like, a cruiser board. Like, maybe it was last year. It was sick. It was really sick. That's was, what I'm saying. There's some dude out there always that would just like, just to prove everyone wrong, yeah. he's going to put some fucking thing on and skate it, you know? He was like hitting handrails, doing kickflip backsmiths on ledges and stuff. Jesus. Like, it was sick. It was really I cool. I don't remember who, but I believe you, man. I definitely believe you. Why am I typing that in? Oh, I was going to their website. That's why. Um, next question is from Darren B skate. Shout out Darren. Oh, we're, uh, there's this new video. See new video parts out there. Out there. No, that's not one. Bo reads Bosley part. That's a part out there. I watched, uh, Kevin white has a venture minute out there. What'd you watch? I was going to say I watched, um, I don't remember what it was called, but the, the April video or something. Oh, um, that came out. Shane Shane O'Neill's company. Yeah, yeah, nice. That was really sick. Just because I like Ish Sapita, Wicked Lot. He was in it. Oh yeah, Ish rips yeah, right. He's nasty. Um, Ale- Alexis or is that how you say his first name? Alexis Ramirez. Ramirez. Yeah, yeah you were just shouting him out before the podcast. 
I didn't watch that yet, but he's he's sick too. I, I gotta see that. Yeah, his uh, part for Skate Mafia was fucking insane, dude. Mm-hmm. Super smooth, like really good style. Skate has gotten to such a crazy level. It's like insane. I can't remember what I was watching recently, but I was like, it seems like, wow, that was sick. Is that Switch? Yeah, Switch from Crook on a rail up against a wall. Oh, it's just like a little commercial for DC. But what were you saying? Uh... It seems like skating has like gotten so heavy, like... um. There's so many dudes out there that are doing, like, like, I'm kind of nervous a little bit because there's, like, dudes that are doing, like, shit they could die on, sort of, you know? Oh, my God, yeah. It really is. It's crazy because how good people are now that it's, like, it all goes by and you don't even realize how gnarly that really was, you know? There's dudes that just have parts nowadays. And I think those are cool, but, like, maybe this is me just being an asshole, which could it could be. I honestly don't like when someone's whole part is just full of like death, death-defying stunts. No, I agree. You I do? completely agree. I watched Welcome to Hell last night after we watched Elementality. Yeah, and I was like, it's crazy that Jamie Thomas got a whole group of dudes that were just ready to kill themselves, dude. Yeah, because <laughs> the, the like the whole video, it's pretty much all like big ass handrails and huge. Not ass even gaps. so. Welcome to Hell is fine. That's not even what I'm talking about. But even that dude, like, I mean, if yeah. you rewatch it, you'll be like, these dudes were hitting big ass shit the whole time, and like they had like a whole slam section. Oh, it the slam section, Harley, I know. <laughs> but the, I'm talking about the shit nowadays where it's like, let me, you, like, it's not Martinez Nige or whatever. Type shit. Yeah, he don't even a little bit. That's the like, one who jumps off of like buildings, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, he's pretty gnarly. Milton Martinez, dude, kick flipped into the sunshine. Yeah, 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 the bank. Crazy. Um, that guy has a death wish. Yeah, definitely. For whatever reason, that one doesn't really bother me. It's more like these dudes that are like in the Nyjah world. Where yeah. They're just like, you can just tell that they're just trying to find the biggest, longest, most kinks, you know? And it's just like, and sometimes it just looks like rollerblading. Is that <laughs> fucked up to say? I mean, no, it's a preference. Like there's too many long kinked handrail things in your part. And it all blows my mind. And I'm like, this is amazing. I would probably do it if I could do it, you know? But like, but just from aesthetics and watching it, like I'd rather see a video part where it's like middle ground. It's yeah. not so extreme, but it's shit done well with style and like. And, I agree. And I also would rather, and and that goes for the other way too. I don't want to see some overly tech. Yeah. You know, like the storm where, I, where me and Sean were talking about on the yeah, podcast, yeah. where it's like flip in, flip out, shove, big spin out or whatever you know or you're like what the fuck you took him 10 hours but you're just like it's amazing to see and it's like a feat but like it's hard to like it's hard to process you yeah know? Like, shane o'neill did something like that for his ender it was like like some kind of flipping grind flip out to manny and then into crook like nolly flip out or something yeah and i was like what the fuck like yeah it's how, insane it's just too much though it does because like if you're still trying to process it after you watched it, then it's probably too much. Yeah. In my opinion. At least for our taste. Yeah. For others, people do whatever the fuck you like. Yeah. I always watch like old skateboarding most of the time. I don't even like watch the newer stuff unless people like show me it. Yeah. Yeah. It's too much. I like people, people might call me a hater, but it's like I have a preference and it's not for that shit. It's too yeah. much. I'd rather see like, just a solid part with like basic tricks that are done well fast. That's mm-hmm. what I think I like about Martin, Milton Martinez is like he does basic stuff but really fast and like he yeah. does super gnarly shit. Though, that lip slide off like the, yeah, I don't even insane. know what you'd call it's it. It's fucking insane. 
It's fucking. But I, that I'm doesn't not even bother. He doesn't even bother me that much because he's not so cookie cutter. Like mm-hmm. that's what I'm trying to talk about is like the dudes that like are so cookie cutter with their style too. Yeah, it was like for a long time too with like the primitive dudes. It was like every dude was listening to Rick Ross, <laughs> and like they all were on the same wave, you know. And I was like, I can't do this. Like, they, it feels like I'm watching a basketball team put out a video right now. Yeah, they I've all never have their, their warm up swooshies on, and they're they're just all the same song and the same type of tech crazy. Oh, little variants from each dude, you know. Like that shit would drive me crazy. And then the weird handrail fanatical type shit where it's like they're all chasing Nija, you know, or you're like, oh, they did something like Nija. <laughs> or it's like something like groundbreaking. It's like too much. It's too much, bro. I like more like a Mark Johnson. Yeah, Mark Johnson's sick. Yeah, where it's like a mix of like tech and gnar and there's like some feel to it and there's a lot of style and it's like his own approach and he doesn't look like an athlete and he's not like chasing the the crazy King Tanrail wave or the crazy tech tech wave where you're like gotta have your headphones in, you know? Yeah. Like that shit is too much for me. I, I don't really so much care how like what kind of tricks they're doing or anything, just that it looks like they just skate all the time. Yeah, like it's like that's all they, they do. like Ishad or Ishad, yeah. however you say. I don't I even know if it's Ishad. Yeah. yeah, but Ishad. watching him is like unreal. He's been one of my favorites lately. Yeah, so like he doesn't have that robotics thing that I'm talking about. Yeah, though. he but just that's looks what I'm like saying. he skates like, for hours. Good, yeah, exactly. But he doesn't skate like. like uh, he doesn't skate like too rigid. Yeah, like a lot of those, a lot of skaters you can see like. They're super tech, and you can tell they just, like... Cody McIntyre got like that. Yeah, a little robotic. Yeah, because like, he used to be so crazy. Like, and and I, he used to be one of my favorites when I was a kid. Yeah, he's a ripper. Yeah, And I don't amazing. mean to be talking shit. I'm not talking shit. I'm just trying to narrow down what I really like. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, if I could do all the shit they would do, I probably would have done it. Yeah. You know? Like, who the fuck am I? But I, ahead, I, like, I just like it to be, like, raw. Like, it looks real when, like, yeah. there's a little flaw almost to it yeah per se i don't know no yeah you do know yeah that's 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 what i like too yeah it's not too over polished Mm -hmm. and it's authentically yourself and it's not like you're you're following a trend or trying to make it look a certain way like i hate when people like try to force a style you know like it's the worst oh gary rogers on fucking i just watched skateline the other day hell yeah and um who is it? Yeah, Jagger Eaton or is it Jagger, Jagger, Jagger Eaton? Eaton? That that's one I'm talking about. Like, dude, he, he did like gnarly, the, but the like, cross arm thing, and Gary Rogers is like, "Listen, Jagger, that's uh, he's like that's Luan's thing. Stop doing, stop doing <laughs> uh, Fruit Ninja. That's what he called it. He's yeah, like, stop yeah. doing the Fruit Ninja. He's chopping them. <laughs> yeah. That was a PJ Ladd thing before that. PJ used to do it. Like he would just do it. He's crazy. Yeah, so crazy. Um, yeah, Jagger Eaton. He's like one of those dudes. Where he's amazing and he's probably the coolest dude ever. But for my preference, it's like a different version of Nyjah. Yeah. It's like so extreme, unrelatable, and like there's a Red Bull hat on it. Or like a monster hat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Where you're like, I can't even get mad because it's like, yo, rock that shit, make your money, get your sponsors. Yeah, like, of course. Go to the Olympics, go to the big contest, have the cover of Thrasher, do all of it. Because why the fuck not? Like, do it, you know? Yeah. But I'm waiting for after all that to watch the video parts. Like, after maybe all the hype dies down and they're still skating and they just, like, aren't Wanna chasing do it. the dragon. Yeah, yeah. They're yeah. doing it just because. It's not like... Chasing the dragon. Yeah, there's not, like, any monster... There's no monster money involved. There's no, like... 
they're not like trying to compete for the covers it's just like i want to put out a part to put out a part that i'm really like that they're kind of like focused on yeah it's not all that external shit hyping them up to do it you know Mm -hmm. but i'm not mad at it you know like i was like that at one point when i like had when i was younger and riding for birdhouse and zoo york like i knew I, if I did shit, I would get, like, more magazine coverage and two-page spreads and, like, that, like, motivated me, you know? Yeah. But it's, like, I don't know. Well, you had, like, a crazy amount of parts and stuff, too. I filmed a lot, dude. Yeah, and I, stuff that, like, I've never even seen. Like, that thing that got posted, like, a week ago, it was, like, the half-cab flip blunt kickflip out or something. Oh, yeah, that was in um Thrasher video. Yeah, um, that was crazy. Jaded, maybe? Yeah, half cab blunt backside flip in. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah. yeah, that someone reposted that and they said it might have been the first one ever on film. Yeah, that's who posted it. it. Was like NBD or something like that. I was reading through the comments and there was like people arguing back and forth, like, "Oh, this video," like referencing the exact video and like mark of time where it happened. Yeah, yeah. And then he'd be like, "Nope, just checked it. It's a lie." <laughs> <laughs> Damn, <laughs> it was pretty funny. I was I was like keeping up with all of it. Yeah, I um. When I was trying that trick, I never, I don't think I even thought for a second that it was the first time ever on film. Yeah. It wasn't even a thought in my mind. I was just like, I think I could do this trick, you know? Yeah. We were at KCDC mini ramp and it was, we had Patrick O'Dell, I believe, and a bunch of homies and all the skaters and we were just like on a trip, you know? And I what just, is KCDC? It was um shop in New York. Okay. And they had a mini ramp inside and it was just like a staple. When you went to New York, you'd go to that shop, you know? Sick. So there was just like a lot of hype. And I was yeah. like, hell yeah. But it never crossed my mind, like, this might be the first one on film. And that when they reposted that, I was kind of like, wow, that's crazy to think. Like, you know? And you were just skating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just, like, doing it because I didn't, I just thought of it, you know? I was like, this would be sick to do, you Yeah, know? just feeling it. There were times when I was younger, though, that I was, like, trying to push it because I was like, I don't think I've ever seen, like, a kickflip crook on a handrail, you know, yeah. like when I was younger and that like motivated me to do one, you know, like, I don't know if I've seen that, maybe not on this, this, that, and then you just kind of want to outdo someone. Yeah. <laughs> that like jock mentality, you know, that died though, that died a while ago. <laughs> <laughs> then I just compete with myself. That's the best way to do it. Yeah. It takes a while. Cause you, when you get into skating young, you're just excited and so much stuff is like influencing you. You're very impressionable and open and all the shit's so cool. And you, you start out like everyone starts out that way. You find shit you like, and then you kind of emulate it. And then after a while you just like realize you're like, I just need to do things. You find your own style, you know? Yeah. You f- figure out what fits you and like feels yeah. right. Yeah. It's part of the like growing process where you just get in and you emulate things and then eventually you figure out what actually works for you, you yeah know? it's normal mm-hmm. i'm not trying to talk shit it's just like is what it is you know i feel like i tried so many tricks when i was younger that i just, just didn't work for me i just shouldn't have been trying those tricks probably no yeah i i think we talked about it on the sean podcast i used to fight my style all the time yeah i would just try shit because i thought it was cool looking and someone i liked could do it and they like inspired me to try it and my body or whatever the mechanics are or whatever just wouldn't work for my my type you know yeah it just wasn't clicking at yeah the moment. and i'd have to like force to learn it somehow you know where i should have maybe just like and then i'd get hurt because i'm like trying to do something where my body doesn't naturally want to go that way you yeah know? i remember that 
And I used to be like stubborn. I was like, well, I'll just fucking work through it, you know? Yeah, it's like, oh, I'll figure it out. Fuck it. And I think that's true to some degree, but I think I just had gaps in my foundation of skating. Yeah. Like, here's an example of someone who has no gaps in their foundation. Paul Rodriguez. Yeah, there's not a, there's not a sea hair in there. He's got, excuse me? <laughs> a sea hair. <laughs> Is that cunt hair? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, how does that? But that makes sense. It's very thin. Yeah. He's got it all, dude. <laughs> no, but you like, you could tell that dude when he got into skating, he was like, I'm going to learn switch, nollie, fakie, and all the turns every which way. Yeah. I didn't do that. I started learning. I, I mean, I did do that. I started learning all the basics, but then I would get carried away with certain things. You're like, oh, I like backside flips. I want to learn those. Yeah, and then I, I would get carried away with it, and then I would like the other side neglect it, you know? Mm-hmm. And like then I would try to go to certain things, and I was just forcing it, and I needed to learn other basics before I got to the switch backside flip or something, you know? Yeah. It's like, why am I trying to learn switch backside flips when I need to practice switch back 180 still, mm-hmm. you know? But it's like you just get caught up in the bullshit of your life, you know? Is what it is, you know. I used to not do backboards for like what? years. What? Just because I was like, ah, uh, I don't think backboards are cool. I don't need that one. Why? <laughs> I swear to God, dude. Check that one off. <laughs> so I, when I was younger, I like wouldn't backboard anything. That just weird. wasn't comfortable. Wow. I was like, frontboard's cool. I'll do that. What made you want to do them? What What brought you around? You're like, you know, I might actually want to learn some feebles and like. No, I could feeble. Oh, you skipped them. Yeah. <laughs> what brought you back? I was like trying to hit street rails and stuff and just would have to do like a front board or a feeble. And I'd be like, this is just scary, dude. I need yeah. a backboard first. No, nah, for just sure. Just to feel out like the rail or something or even park rails, honestly, like any rails. Yeah. It's just like that nice, like warm up trick. Yeah. Yeah. Good. And I'm still not good at rails or whatever, but yeah. I just shouldn't have skipped backboards. Yeah, yeah I agree. I could do them. It just looked uncomfortable really yeah, uncomfortable like, like trash yeah <laughs> it's okay um yeah i loved backboards forever and always <laughs> endeavor and always <laughs> this fucking coffee t- this non-coffee tea is fucking me up right now because i haven't had caffeine in weeks now oh that's the first time yeah you relapsed well i i just quit coffee yeah because coffee is like Something I would get every day. Mm-hmm. So if I'm on the dragon, I'm chasing the dragon, I'm getting coffee every day. Yeah. You know? But this is like a specialty thing. And it's not a coffee, it's a tea. So it's like, it's caffeine, but it's not, I'm not going to go get this every day. You know? Yeah. I really just quit coffee because I just was like, this is every day. And I'm like, and then when I did take a day off from it, I'd have the worst headaches. And I was like, that can't be right. Yeah. I don't think I've ever taken a day off. From coffee? Not since I started. Legend. I mean, not. I don't know if that's a good thing. Dude. Legendary. Don't let me talk you in anything. I'm, dude. Don't let me Joe Rogan you, bro. I'm not trying to convince you of anything, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so funny, bro. Um, it's just like a personal thing to me. I'm just trying to get control. I want to be able to handle myself in all situations. Yeah. Like I like to smoke or drink some weed and like be able to handle it and like live my life and not like have highs too much highs and lows from it you know yeah and same with coffee it's like if i want to have a coffee i don't want to be relying on it every day like it's like so sometimes i just decide i'm just gonna cut it out for a long time so i can i want to and most importantly i want to be able to be in my life sober like say i didn't have money or didn't have weed or coffee or beer 
Like, I want to be able to wake up each day sober and be able to... Like, it's, you're fine with it. Yeah, not be yeah. like, I need a coffee to get through today or to, like, get rid of my shitty attitude. Or I need to get high from weed just to, like, get through shit, you know? Mm-hmm. I want to make sure that I'm happy in my life sober with my work, with my relationships, with myself. Yeah, you so know? you're not, like, using a vice, per se. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to be a prisoner to something. So mm-hmm. I'm trying to, like balance it out because it's easy to get caught up in it you know yeah you let these things define you you know you could be like the weed dude or the coffee dude yeah the fucking sober dude even that is not good i don't want to be the sober dude either because like it's too much of the same thing bless you excuse me sorry um does that make sense no i i completely agree i feel like that's part of the growing process and it's hard to remember that is like you can't rely on anything too much as a crutch even sobriety yeah you know so Mm -hmm. you can't be too rigid in any which way and the only way you can do that is test it out yeah you know like i like to smoke a lot of weed and then i'm like you know what i've been smoking too much weed i'm gonna just try not to smoke weed for a couple days a week and just like see if i was using it as a crutch or if i you know yeah handle it you know so i'm constantly doing weird shit like that just called getting old probably just getting old dude i haven't been drinking like at all honestly alcohol yeah yeah, I mean, not that I like ever drank that much, anyways, but yeah, I just it for like the past since the summer, really. Wow, I've had like a couple beers here and there, and that's conscious it. decision. No, it just happened, and I've just been running with it now. I'm just like this kind—I of, don't know—doesn't really bother me. Yeah, I kind of stopped drinking a lot because I would just the hangovers would last longer and oh longer. My God, dude, yeah. I hate hangovers. Like now, if I drink, last night I had a half a beer. Yeah, and I was just like, I'm stopping here because if I drink a whole beer, I'm gonna have. A, fucking headache tomorrow yeah i'm the same way dude i'll have like a beer or two and i'm like i wake up like i feel like i drink a six-pack or something dude. yeah i have like no tolerance for it i still like drinking though but like in moderation for sure like yeah. i want to drink some whiskey on this podcast <laughs> i want to buy a bottle of whiskey and just keep it here for when we because like it's fun to do well here. i'm not like against it at all like i said yeah. it wasn't even a conscious decision it just yeah just happened, just happened then. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, agreed. I'm Special not, occasions, it's like, yeah, yeah. you, you gotta it's, let loose. Like you were just saying. Yeah, it's good to know that you're not abusing something, though. I mean, probably weed, though. Well, yeah, I mean, but I'm talking about alcohol. <laughs> yeah. It's good to know that you have that one under control. Yeah. Or you can use it as a celebratory thing instead of like a crutch. So a lot of people use alcohol as crutch. Yeah, get out of work every day, crack a beer. Yeah, like relax, it becomes habit, and then you're just like, this is me, you know? Which is fine, too. I don't... I disagree mean, with any of it everybody's on their own journey my friend yeah let them live mm-hmm. let them live <laughs> okay darren b skates we're getting to your question now he says best skate parks in new england if you had to pick a skate park where are you going oh i don't know uh hide hide yeah no yeah, you guys no been questions running, asked. you guys been running hide pretty hard now whole year yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, they got the lights till ten, and it's like there's not a shadow in the place. The park itself is like so open, but it has like good flow. It's so fun. There's not a shadow in the place. Yeah, I like that. Something you thought of? Yeah. Is there a park that has too many shadows? I don't know. Like EP has lights, but there's like a lot of dark corners and yeah. stuff. Yeah. But there's they're lit up really good too. Yeah. Yeah, but that does matter. And yeah, has a fucking heavy shadow because like they have a light on every corner you know so like 
it's not like you're hitting a ledge backside and you can't see it because your shadows cast it over it. Do you think that um, sandwich might be up there if you if it was closer? I was on the fence about it for a little bit because I've only been two times. The first time I was like, damn, that park might be better than Hyde. But the second time I went, I, I didn't think so anymore. There's less stuff or something? Um, it just uh, If it's packed, it's just not fun. Yeah. <laughs> and like Hyde can be pretty packed and like you don't really notice it yeah just because of the way it's like set up yeah where like sandwich has like a constant flow you can go around the whole thing like over and over and there's like make your way into the middle and then come back out and keep going around but it's just so much traffic yeah yeah you yeah. know I feel you it gets crowded the um, park's amazing though don't get me wrong they're both amazing yeah 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 for skateboard lessons, my favorite park's been Mansfield. I love that place. The mini ramp. It's not even technically a good park. It's horrible. The mini ramp's amazing, though. Yeah. And they painted it, too, so it's, like, grippy now. Yeah, they did. Awesome, yeah. Um, This kid, uh, well, he's not a kid. He's older. But this guy, James, he uh, and his friends did that. He's, like, the local Shout dude out. There. Shout out, James and, and Sons. I don't know the other guy's name. Yeah, that park I like for lessons because it's basic, simple, kind of rugged. So you got to push through stuff. You got to learn. You kids can learn to push. It's good mini ramp to learn. You can learn to drop in there. There's the pyramid. There's things that need to be fixed. The graffiti is kind of uh, intense at times. <laughs> raunchy. Yeah, raunchy. <laughs> like people testing out there. But I like the vibes too because it's surrounded by all these like um, baseball and tennis things yep. and soccer fields. And it's just like tons of families and kids there. So like I go in the morning, teach lessons and like... And then there's like people playing tennis and everyone's out and about and it's this yeah, kind it's of cool. cool feeling in the morning to see all these active people out, coaches teaching kids to play baseball and have structure and like it just seems cool. And then to go to the skate park, it's like the oddball in the, in that area. Yeah. They like, they don't have the fence there anymore yeah. either. So you're just like Walk in the in. middle of the baseball field yeah. pretty much. <laughs> it's weird too because when I teach lessons there there's moments throughout the lessons where like we have to take a break because all the soccer kids come out their games get out or their practice gets out and they walk onto the skate park they run on the mini ramp and they stuff eat right because they're cleats and yeah they're and they've done that the to ramps. me before too i forgot all about that yeah i'm like and i just whoever i'm doing a lesson with will just stop and watch it i'm like and there'll is... be like 40 of them right because oh, it's like both teams yeah more than that it's it crazy like 50, 60 it's like you can't even skate you have to yeah. just sit out for 10 15 minutes and let it go by wow i forgot that happened they're all juice though I'm like, just take the cleats off, the fucking <laughs> shin pads off, get on board. Like, yeah, you'd be good. You'd be good. <laughs> yeah. So for that, and then as far as like just a skate park, I'm going to go with the edge because it's about to open again. And oh, like, dude, I can't wait. It's the best period, you know? Like yeah. Indoors, the vibe, so much history. Um, yeah. The 11th. Skater's Edge opens on the 11th. I think we have a question about the edge, and I should probably look at their... Uh, website to bring yeah here it is actually anders shout out to my my g anders potter says thoughts on edge opening i'm super hyped <laughs> yeah me too man let's go they got a new website now yeah i think uh b cat did it yeah b cats uh i seen him actually he's gonna be working there he's gonna be man like the manager yeah he's doing like the jeff yeah he's gonna be jeff like, oddly jeff oddly yeah jeff's still gonna work there one day a week though yeah yeah that's what carol told me he's been killing it he's doing like home inspections or something yeah exactly Okay, so reopening soon. Oh, I like how it's uh, like a slideshow. Yep. Wednesday, November 11th, 2020. 
There's a play button. I wonder what that is. Okay, here's the COVID-19 safety guidelines. If you choose to participate, you are taking full responsibility and risk the potential of con- uh, contracting any virus, including COVID-19. We are considered Phase 3, Part 1. Um, to minimize risk and exposure to COVID-19, we will be taking the following precautions, effective 11 11 Dude, I thought I was going to – I'm so happy. This is like a birthday gift because my birthday's coming up, and uh, this is like an early birthday gift. I'm so stoked. Um, due to a new Massachusetts statewide mandate, everyone is required to wear a ma- face mask at all times when in public, which I think is fucking stupid. Well, I'm not scared on the mask, dude. I know, I know, I know. I'm sorry, but <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I think it's stupid that you're going to enforce adults to wear a face mask at all times in public. It's insane. That's like robbing people of their own uh, critical yeah, thinking ability. Like you're telling me, I get that certain people abuse certain things, but you can't take a bunch of healthy people and tell them not to use their critical thinking abilities and that they're forced to wear a mask when they're in public. That's yeah. so dumb. I completely agree. I don't know how much they can really enforce that, so they might just be doing that to try to like get people to do it, you know, the people that will actually listen to that. Because I had this conversation that day. I'm like, I'll wear a mask if I'm around a bunch of people I don't know and we're close enough like we are mm-hmm. where it could happen, you know? Because like, yeah. it's more out of courtesy for someone else, you know? Like I'll put it on. Like If I'm in a store, I'm not putting the mask on until I'm near a bunch of people where I'm like in close areas. But if I'm just walking around a grocery store and no one's really near me, I'm not just going to walk around with a mask on. Yeah. Like the grocery store is like the main place I'll, I'll actually wear it. Yeah, people say that. Yeah. But even just anywhere, like if I'm outside doing something and no one's near me, I'm not just fucking putting it on. Mm-hmm. Same with curfews and shit. I'm a grown fucking adult in America, and I'm not just going home at 10 because no, you tell no me way. I gotta get the fuck out of here. I don't <laughs> care if you're a governor. I don't care if you have all the credentials in the world. You know what I mean? Like, the fuck out of here. Yeah, I completely agree with that. It's fucking absurd. COVID comes out at 10, dude. I think it's just to get people to, like, they're just trying to be extra safe, but, like, I don't know if they have it figured out. I don't you think know? they do, dude. They're I know. like, everyone home by 10, but you can get takeout after 10. It's fine. It's yeah. like, wait, wait. So someone can cook me my food and I can go pick it up like a stranger, but I can't. This is when I'm happy that I'm not out. in charge of this sh- these things. Who comes know? up with this shit, though? Fucking people in boardrooms or offices that are like, we got to come up with some shit, you know? <laughs> like, we got to figure this out. Ugh. This year, I this year has been. Everyone knows it. Everyone feels it. Just like so much. I saw a meme the other day, and it was like, uh, it was like God um, asking his angels or something, or like a print, like someone. I don't know. He's just like, oh, like did you uh, work on the list for the twenty twenties? Like of all the stuff that's gonna happen, they were like, did you say twenty twenties? And like plural, and he's like, yeah, for like twenty twenty to twenty thirty, and he's like. Oh, I thought you said 2020. Yeah, for real. Though. <laughs> it's, like it's like they jammed it all in. Shit, like in yeah. one year. They jammed it all into one year. Let's hope. I was dying, dude. That was funny. It's crazy, man. The whole thing's crazy. All all I know is that if you... No one can promise you safety and security. Like, yeah. no one can... Deli- that's on you. 
Mm-hmm. Our lives are our responsibility. My life is my responsibility. Your life is your responsibility. They should be reminding us that we should be exercising. We should have good diets. Mm-hmm. And we should practice mental health like exercises. Yeah. Like meditation and yoga and like stretching and stuff like that. So like and you never hear that from like anyone in like a governmental position or like a leadership role. We just hear put this fucking mask on, obey these rules, even when they don't make sense, you know? Like it's insane. And then the same people are fighting with each other over power of the of the most the biggest economy most influential nation in the world yeah and they can't even agree on shit but yet they're telling people how to live it's ridiculous it's insane man all right back to this so you might have to wear a mask at first or until they get sick of this shit <sighs> i know i know i know i know good I know. luck dude 50 kids riding around i know i know but I want the edge to do well because we need an indoor park in the winter. That so. just rem- they were going to have a fifty-person minimum, right? Sessions have been limited to fifty people. First come, first serve. There'll be no all-day passes anymore. Staff will be wearing masks for all customer interactions. Staff will be disinfecting surfaces often throughout the day. Staff will be washing hands and or using hand sanitizer. Hand sanitizer dispensers will be installed in the park for customer use. We will not be offering the use of any rental helmets or pads. So you got to bring your own equipment. That makes sense, honestly. Yeah, because <laughs> you don't want to be switching out with no. someone else. Like, that's when you're like, that's common sense. Yeah, that's a good rule because it's like someone had COVID. They're rocking the pads, sweating, coughing, touching. You don't want to be lending that to the next person. Definitely. Yeah, not. like that would. The park, let's keep in mind, this park is 30,000 square feet, and you literally don't have to be near anyone unless you choose to get six feet. Yeah, there could be 100 people there, and you'd still have plenty of room. Plenty of room. That's why the mask all the time doesn't make sense. No, I get it. Like, when you go to check in and stuff, that makes all the sense. Like, I I get that. What about this? Because you're actually talking to someone. Well, they could just put a plastic thing up. I mean, I'm more just saying, like, I, I still think it's dumb, but I'm just saying... I understand it for that, but not physical activity. Here's an idea, and maybe I'm just old and biased, but and I don't even know if I agree with this, but what if you just did 18 and under masks always? I'd love it. <laughs> little like kids helmets, are gross sometimes. Helmets dude. for little kids, so masks for little kids. And Well, you'd have to have like a age limit that they'd have to put the mask back on too. <laughs> what do you mean? Because they're, they're like... Uh, like aren't older people like more uh susceptible yeah. to it yeah yeah i don't know man maybe, maybe like 65 i'm no expert we're not experts here so <laughs> don't listen to us we're just spitballing here 65 <laughs> any old ass people coming in better rock your mask because that's who's getting it right supposedly Dude, everything changes all the time it's so insane because it's like the politics of today is infiltrated everything and you can't believe anything, which is so fucked up. Mm-hmm. That means that the, if we're in hell, if we're in hell, it's because we're all complicit in it in some way, which I hate to say, but like as a culture, we're all, we're all slightly guilty. Cause like everyone's divided into camps and they're fighting with each other, and they can't even find common ground and find a balancing act. So it's like, that's millions of people. 
thinking they're right. Yeah. And telling the other side they're wrong. Dude, one of the biggest problems is having political parties. I th- I think so. I think that just creates an immediate separation of people. Yeah. That people feel very strongly about. And I think what happened too is they because of the technology, yeah. They've been able to f- to understand and use the human psyche against us. Mm-hmm. Against ourselves. And yeah. we're doing that to ourselves. That's why we're all kind of guilty. Mm-hmm. It's like you look for your biases and you reinforce those biases because you can and then and then you just you're in a thought bubble yeah and then the other is the enemy which is not any way to live i really think people are getting bored oh for sure there's still people not leaving their houses this whole year i just mean with all the polarization and the politics and like hating each other and the rioting and the protesting and like i could be wrong but i think there's always like a reaction every action has a reaction so like if we go all this way, it's going to bounce back the other way where hopefully people want some sort of sense of normalcy and like more love and unity. You would hope so. <laughs> or like a balancing act, you know? Yeah. I really feel like the technology itself has just been so disruptive and it's so new to everyone, even though it's been here for like 10 years, 20 years, whatever. But it's really taken people a long time to like figure out how to use it and how to digest it and to what games are being played with it. Yeah, financially and politically and all these things that it's so disruptive and that's why we're in here. It's because we added a new layer of perception onto our already existing life. There's a whole new reality. Yeah, well, people have power to broadcast and take in every and all ideas and like it's like people are testing out their deep, dark fantasies and and everything, you know? Yeah. Or, or their wildest shit. I don't know. Let's go back to the edge. <laughs> Um, the phone pit will be closed until further notice. It's probably a good idea. Yeah, things can be pretty gross. Sometimes. It can be after like when they they do a good job of changing the phone pit out, but it's yeah. kind of expensive to do that. I'm sure. So they don't they wait till it's run down. You know, even so, well, they even clean it here and there too. They'll empty out like the whole thing and fucking vacuum it out. Yeah, they do a good stuff, job, like, but it's just like one of those things that like you couldn't really keep replacing those that no. fast. Like, um. But yeah, that thing probably had COVID in it before COVID, you know? <laughs> That's uh, where it actually started. <laughs> yeah, came from there. We, kids always, when I do lessons at the edge, they're always like, want to take a break. And they're like, come jump in the foam pit with me. And I'm like, God damn it. Yeah, it gets like stuck like, to your socks and stuff. Not even like, that. I just am like, I'm going to get sick from that thing. Because there's so many nasty little kids that just like snot all over the place and like pick their nose and scratch their butts. And like, there's, all right, we just took a little bathroom break. But uh, back to the edge and talking about their new uh, rules for the park opening. Again, Skater's Edge is opening November 11th. Happy birthday to me, my Gs. I love the edge just because it's a place to go hang and meet people and film. And I, I'm really excited for the edge to open, even though the mask thing is like breaking my heart a little bit. But I really want to film. I have a new idea for a segment for the YouTube channel. Um I want to do, I don't know what I'm going to call it just yet, but my idea is uh, 10 by 10. Mm-hmm. So it's 10 questions, 10 tricks. So 10 random question, questions and 10 tricks and just film that for oh, like, certain people. Okay, I get what you're saying. So like if I was going to do them with you, which if you're down. Yeah, yeah, I'd be down. Choo, 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 boop, 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 
10 questions, 10 tricks. But now where the nuance comes in is I'm trying to figure out how I want to do it. Either we sit down and we record the 10 questions and then do the 10 tricks afterwards. Or, but this way I would want to do it, but I feel like it'd be harder this way. You do a trick. Each trick you do, you get a question. Yeah. So. I think it'd be better that way because you're putting them on the spot and they're like exerted from trying a trick probably. That's what I'm saying. It's more of a challenge that way because you got to like. You're fucking with their psyche. Yeah. You got to (laughs) like battle the trick and then come sit down for a question. You don't have to sit down. I guess you could be standing. Yeah. But it eats up that time where your body's warmed up, you know? But then again, at the edge, sometimes it's good to like get a trick, take a break, yep. go focus on something else. Maybe that's how we'll do it. We'll do, if you get a, it, we'll go, te- we'll call it a 10 by 10. You get your first trick. We start out with battling a trick, get a trick that you're stoked on. Then we'll do the question. Once you get that, we'll move to a different rant, different area in the park. That way it breaks it up and it's fresh. Yeah. And then do another one. Just 10 too many? That's what I was wondering. I don't think so. Because I also, like, I hope that they're not sent. They can't be, like, they can be fun tricks and they can be easy ones. But I would want some that aren't too easy so you have, like, some of the bales in there, too. Yeah. You know? So, because by the time you get to 8 or 9 or 10, you might want to, like, phone it in a little bit. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, no, 10 gonna, tricks is a lot. Yeah. Sometimes. But know. they all don't have to be bangers. Yeah. You just got to go into it knowing you need 10. So you could pick out a couple fun ones or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to keep it kind of loose like that. Yeah, that'd be wicked fun. But are you, you think that's a good idea to do it where you have to land the trick to get the next question? I think so. Yeah, that's what we're doing. Because it, it would just, I feel like a lot of people, it would like really mess with their mojo. Yeah. On how they'd answer a question and how they'd skate. So I think it'd be kind of... Depending on how hard the trick was. Yeah. They'd go into it with a shitty attitude because it took them half an hour to land the trick. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, fuck. <laughs> the questions are going to be completely random too. I'm just going to think of them on the day, on the spot. And just come up with completely random ones. Some will be like deep ones. Some will be super shot. Like, what's your favorite color? Yeah. Or ones will be like deeper than that, you know? Like, whatever. Yeah, so I can't wait for that. That'll be sick. And then get some doer pies going again. Yeah, those are always fun. fun. Uh, and people love them. <laughs> those get a lot of good feedback. Um, what else was I thinking? Trick tips. Fire up the trick, t- trick tips again. Anders, I think you want to do kickflip trick tip. Nice. Even though I think Jensen did it, so we might have to switch it up. But he's got a good tray flip. He does have a good tray flip for being mean. little too. Like most, like he doesn't have long legs, you know. Yeah, he doesn't have like the little kid tray flip. Yeah. Okay, back to the edge. We will be maintaining six feet, six feet social distancing guidelines. No outside food or drink allowed inside the park. Wow. Yeah. This one caught me off guard. Parents slash spectators will be asked to wait outside after check-in. No, that makes sense because they have to probably keep it at a capacity. Yeah. You know? But they're not a spectator if they're outside. Let's clarify that. Oh, I get what, okay. I get what you're saying. <laughs> they're still a parent if they're outside. Yeah. <laughs> but they're not spectating. <laughs> so just anyone who wants. But I get what they're saying. If you want to watch, you can't, basically. That was a good catch. Outside. Yeah. We will be checking everyone's temperature when they enter the park. I heard they're going to be using an anal thermometer as well. You know, Brian was telling me how excited he was to use that. (laughs) (laughs) Super excited. (laughs) (laughs) At my work, they check my temperature. I've talked about this on the podcast. They use the the little gun? Yeah, but the first time, uh, this lady, Susan, she has to do it every day because she works right by the front door. 
And the first time she went to do it, when she had the thing, I just turned around and bent over. And she just started <laughs> cracking up. I was like, that's not how you do it? <laughs> and then I just called her do- Dr. Fauci for about two weeks because she kept coming at me with that thing. <laughs> I said, calm down, Val- Fauci, calm down. That's funny. And then I, I would, if I went in and she wasn't there, I'd do it to myself. I'd be like, hey, look. <laughs> She's like, no, you touched it. Yeah. Got to sanitize that. Yeah, basically. Contact contact tracing form will need to be filled out upon entry. I have to do that on job sites. Yeah, and it's like you kind of do that when you go to the edge anyways. Mm -hmm. You have to fill out a form, a waiver. Yeah. Put your emergency contact. Well, it's going to be like when, uh, like 10 years ago, before they had like the computer system and you would sign in on the sheet. Yep. Totally. Lockers will be allowed for session use only. Oh, that's cool. Yep. I didn't know that they, uh, I thought they had to get rid of them all together. Yeah. If you have traveled out of state within the last 14 days or traveled from a high risk, high risk state, we will require you to follow our state's guidelines. I don't know what that means. We highly urge you to stay home if you are feeling ill, have a fever, have been exposed to COVID-19. We have no choice but to follow these guidelines. If you are unwilling to voluntarily comply, we will ask you, please, we ask that you please not visit the park. Just have fun. These guidelines may change at any time. Yeah, let's hope so. Mm-hmm. Especially the mask thing. <sighs> God, I don't know. That's, just, that's too much for me, man. It's still going to be fun when it opens and everything, though. Yeah, It'll I mean, awesome. I'm going to be there. Especially if it's snowing outside and there's nowhere to skate and nowhere to hang with people. I'm going to the edge. Yeah, that's know? what I'm saying. We need it. We're going to have to live our lives again. This can't last forever. That's for sure. Like during the summer and the good weather, it's been easy, you know? Yeah. Not having it around, but the cold is here. <laughs> it's already here at this Dude, point. it snowed like four inches one day. Yeah, it's and nice out today. Yeah, it's seriously like... It's like a beautiful it's like in the spring 60s. day. Yeah, it's like a beautiful spring day. Um, yeah, Anders, thanks for that question, man. Edge is going to be opening, and there's the rules, my people. And I'll see you there if I can get in before 50 people get in. Dude, I saw you can, uh, on their website, you can reserve a session now. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I'm going to go back to that. So, like, if you know a day that you want to go and a time interval, just reserve it. I think you're on, like, their COVID page. I, uh... I'll put the link in the description for this so you can reserve your spots or you'll know where it is at least. But their website is theedgeindoorskatepark.com. Oh, pricing went up too. Yep. $20 for two and a half hours and book in advance right there. You can still rent it out. Private rental is $300 per session. So if you and a bunch of homies, you can have up to 25 does so, it say what days they're going to be open? Yeah, they do. I actually saw that. It was uh It's only 3 or 4 days or something. Yeah, right? it's not the whole I'll look at the hours after. But let me do this real quick. So if you have 25 homies and you each have $12 each, you can rent out the park for a 2-hour session, 300 bucks. Fucking good That's deal. Sick whole skate park to <laughs> yeah. yourself. It's a really good deal. That's what we'll have to do uh we'll have to do that for uh some of the filming sessions. Yeah, that'll Just be like cool. private session after hours or something. Talk to the people, our people. We're connected, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> after hours and just get some of those, film some of those uh, 10 by 10s. Yeah. That would be sick. Oh, true. Filming's going to be weird, like at the beginning of this and there. Why? So, how so? 
Oh, you, you can bring in the camera, though. Oh, I did it again. Did it? No, I think, I think that might be that one. Oh, okay, okay. Sorry. Dude, that bugged me out real quick. We're having camera difficulties today, but let's see if it's still recording. It's still blinking. Oh, yeah, we're good. It was the other GoPro. But okay. During our break, it was like I was messing with the GoPros a little bit, so. Would you ask about the hours, right? Yeah, like what days? Session times. We got Wednesday, 3 p.m. to 5.30 p.m. And 6 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. Those are the two sessions on Wednesday. There's only two sessions. That's so crazy, dude. That's how weekdays always were, though. Were well, they? Wednesday used to have the till midnight. Till midnight, yeah. Yeah. Thursday is 3 p.m. to 5.30, so it's two and a half hours. And then the same, 6 to 8.30. And Friday is the same, 3 to 5.30 and 6 to 8.30. So you have two sessions each day. So Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And then Saturday, they have 9 a.m. to 11.30, noon to 2.30, 3 p.m. to 5.30, and 6 p.m. to 8.30. And then Sunday is 9 to 5.30. There's sessions in there. So 9 to 11.30, noon to 12.30, and 3 p.m. to 5.30 is the sessions. That's actually sick because I thought it was going to be less days than that. Yeah, it's only Monday and Tuesday. Yeah, five days a week. Mm -hmm. Monday and Tuesday are reserved for private rentals only. Okay. We'll be adding session times as times go on, as time goes on. Yeah, and then uh, oh wait, this has a different pricing. What's that hundred fifty thing? All sessions are mixed: skate, bike, blade, scooters. They didn't include unicycles, so I'm pissed. Um, we will not be renting helmets or pads. Session twenty dollars per session to an hour. This says a hundred and fifty per hour, two hour rental minimal for private rentals. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Up to twenty five people, including spectators. Yeah, and then you can book in advance. 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 Anything else I'm missing on? They got a lessons page. That's kind of dope. Skate and bike lessons. Oh, B-Cat's going to be doing lessons in Paul, Ooh, Paul Gin- Gingrass. Gingrass. He's a good kid. He's from Mansfield. I know Paul. Or Foxborough. One or the other. Yeah, I know Paul. I know Brian. Good peeps. And they're going to have an online shop pretty soon at the park. Damn, for the sick. park. I'm surprised they hadn't had that for a long time, honestly. Yeah. B-Cat hit me up to place an order for new All I Need apparel and nice. uh, decks. Which uh, I'll have decks online really soon because... I'm just finishing up the last of the shop orders, although I just got more shop orders in, but like I have a handful of extra decks, so I'm going to put up those online, and I am I have a bunch of graphics in right now. So um, probably next week, like mid-next week to late next week, if you've been trying to get an all-I-need board and you can't find them in a shop, we're going to have some on the online store. Um, I'll post it on... My Instagram at Anthony Shetler, but first I'll post it on the All I Need Skate Instagram at All I Need Skate. Um, so you can get your hands on them. And people have been hit me up all day long, left and right, like, "How do I get this board?" Like, you guys have you've been sold out on your online store forever, and I've just been having to be like, reach out to shops near you. And a lot yeah. of people don't have a shop near them, so they're like, "Ah, it doesn't help me out." I'm like, "Well, most shops will ship them to you, you know." True, but uh. But I know people want certain graphics too. Like we just got Crush It like Quint back in. So eventually, I need to get a couple. Uh, I need to buy like a couple wall hanger ones. 
Oh, I need yeah. a, a Billy board and an Evan. Yeah, Kevin definitely. just all next to each other. That'd be sick. Definitely. Um, yeah, like, park's opening again. I feel bad, though, buying wall hangers and, like, not skating them. You just look at them. I know. Unless <laughs> you looked at my pile of I know. Decks. I was going to say, yours is, like, three times. It's, it's like, four f- times the size of mine. That's not even all of them. That's just, like, 50 to 60 decks right there. So Maybe crazy. more. 70. But it's a beautiful thing. It's a nice pile. <laughs> yeah. It's a good pile, for sure. All right. Back to the questions. My geez. Um, This one is from Patrick Berry, which, shout out um acl surgery right he just went through that he's back he's like skating again and like did the full rehab and he's back man who is it patrick what patrick barry okay always skates at the edge yeah you definitely you've met him for sure yeah yeah besides skateboarding what are your interests i'm wild. i'm wildly into computers networking art and cars always cool to see everyone's other interests when you start skating with them um then he has a second part but let's just start with that you want to take this one first um sure yeah i mean i just uh besides skating i pretty much just work and i'll draw here and there not like too serious it's mostly doodling yeah and stuff and um i guess i just like smoke a bunch of weed <laughs> like, that's pretty much what i do. i like music i don't know that's uh that's an interest <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it takes up, like, a good portion of my day sometimes. But you you like to smoke with other people, too. So that's yeah, networking, yeah. getting high and talking shit. Yeah. <laughs> he said networking. That fills it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I don't know. Work, though. Work's fun. Yeah? Yeah, I, How's I it enjoy going, it. It's good. You said you just started working at a new place? Yeah, it's been there about a month now, I think. Electrical works, though? Yeah. Um, works 6 to 2, so I'm at, or till 2.30, basically. Yeah, and you uh, you started like uh, at the very beginning with this whole electrical thing, right? Did you go to school mm-hmm. and everything? I'm still in school. This is like my last year, basically. Oh, you are? Yeah. Nice. And then I'll I can go for the test to be like a licensed electrician. Yeah, journeyman. Journeyman. That's mm-hmm. what it's called. Yeah, that's what Billy is. What got you hyped on it? Like, what got you into it? Like, why why ele- electrical work? I was always kind of interested, and then I just got the offer from uh, Farazi. Who oh, yeah. skates too, or whatever, and um, shout out, yeah, and then just got my foot in the door, and I was with him for like four years up until this past year, and just moved on to a different company, and I didn't like it, and now I'm at this other one now. Yeah, yeah, but this one's sick. What do you like about the work? Uh it's just you're busy the whole time, and like you're thinking, like you're using your head. It's not too strenuous, like yeah, it's it's pretty cool. It's like um, what's the word for it? It's uh. I don't know, but it's very involved, you know? Yeah. Like, you're, you're on your toes the it's whole It's engaging. Time. Yeah. Yeah. You got to, like, think of what you're doing. You can't just go and do whatever, pretty you much. You can't just phone it in? Yeah. It's not just, like, sweeping a warehouse? Mm-hmm. Nice. Warehouse work's fun, too, though, because, like, you're busy and, like, I it did that be. for a long time. Yeah, it can be. Mm-hmm. You worked at the All I Need Warehouse for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I did that. Yeah. And uh, in high school, too, I worked in, like, the shirt place it was all t-shirts i remember i used to when you would pick up like just the plain shirts oh would, distribution yeah yeah was it what was it then it was alpha um, broda no it was B- bodek and rose that's what it was that yeah. was up uh 
In Middlebar, right? Or like Norton. the Rotary? Norton. Okay, it was Norton. the one behind the Holiday Inn. Oh, okay. And then they moved to the Rotary yeah. at Alpha Broda. And then they got bought out. Yeah. And now they're Alpha Broda. Mm-hmm. But they were Bodick and Rhodes. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't work for them when they did the change Were you just thing. doing work? You were just doing warehouse work then? Yeah, I was like doing forklifts and like shipping. Oh, sick. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, let me go back to the question real quick. What do you do besides skating? <laughs> What do you do, bro? <laughs> um, podcasting, because it's fucking awesome. Uh, if you find a good balance, you know? That's the hard part. Is like, it's addicting to want a podcast. Yeah. Like, I really love it. But, like, if you do it too much and your life is so hectic, which mine is, like, I got a lot of things going on, you know? Like, with the skateboard stuff, like, with World Industries and all I need. There's a lot going on there. Um, helping out at the where at where I work, like doing that stuff, keeps me busy. Then my dogs and my lady and uh, filming and editing is a lot, you know. And I love yeah. those things. All th- I have so many things in my life that I love to do, but and I love podcasting a lot. So like I'm trying to find that perfect balance, you yeah. know, because like if I podcast too much, it loses its uh, luster, you know. It's yeah. too much, and I like. I can't all like I um basically once a week is perfect. Yeah. You know? Although sometimes twice a week is good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Especially nowadays. Like nowadays it's like there's so much heaviness going on. Yeah, there's always something to talk about. Yeah, and it's yeah. but also but also the opposite of that. Like I don't always want to talk. Mm-hmm. Cuz there's too much going on and I like I don't always have answers or things to say, and I don't want to just be spouting shit off for entertainment value. Like, I do want to spout shit off for entertainment value, but I don't always want to just because. Yeah, keep it authentic still. Yeah, I just want to be able to enjoy it, have fun, and not feel obligated to, like, have to do it, you know? Mm -hmm. So, I love podcasting, clearly, you know? I think if I cut out things in my life, I could podcast more because then I could balance it out. But, like, I have too many other things in my life right now that I enjoy that I wouldn't want to cut out. Like, right now, after this, I want to go skate or film or even mow my lawn. (laughs) Kind (laughs) of need to do that. (laughs) Didn't look bad. No, but I want to mow it because all the leaves. Oh, true, yeah. Kind of help me, like, not look like the asshole in the neighborhood. (laughs) You just cut them all up. all your leaves on your neighbors. (laughs) (laughs) It's just, like, leaves are a never-ending battle. Yeah. (laughs) And some people are so anal about the leaves that they, like, clean up their whole yard immaculate, and then they're just, like, mad if leaves fly over there. You're like, what do you want, bro? (laughs) We're in a pandemic. They're telling me to stay inside. I can't do my leaves. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's when it comes in handy. It's like, yeah, I can't can't go outside, man. Massachusetts said I can't be out there. (laughs) Leaves got to blow this year, boys. Leaves got to (laughs) blow. Um hobbies things i like poker yeah i love playing ho- texas hold'em haven't played in a long time house games yeah i like playing a casino too but i love just getting like five six seven friends together everyone put ten dollars in you get one buy-in for another ten dollars if you want play for like three hours yeah maybe win like I was even maybe even more than three hours yeah poker's long sometimes yeah yeah three four hours for the most you're gonna spend is twenty bucks. Yeah, it's like going to the movies, but cheaper. You know, literally. Yeah, that's a hobby I really like. But I can't ever find people to play. Like it's, I can get people to play, but like, not everyone wants to play every. I want to play more than we should. <laughs> yeah, basically, you know. Uh, what else? Guess that's it. I've been I've been looking into skate shops. 
Oh, like opening one? Yeah. Dude, that'd be sick. It's not the right time. Yeah. But I always like been dreaming about having an all I need shop. And if you're out there and you think that's a good idea, and egg me on, please leave some comments in the section on YouTube or if you're uh if you're listening to the audio only, do me a favor and just review the show anyways on Apple Podcasts, the iTunes store. Give us a star rating and give us a, a comment because that'll help grow the podcast, which will be sick. Um, that's actually like the the only way the podcast grows is through organic help through you guys that listen. So just bringing in traffic, pretty much. Yeah, if you yeah. share an episode or you go to iTunes and review and rate it, that'll actually Apple's will Apple iTunes will promote the podcast more if there's engagement on there. But if you just share it on your Facebook or like screenshot it and put it on your Instagram or whatever and say all I need podcast if you like an episode that helps to show out which would be sick um but it, yeah if you if you think I should open an all I need skate shop uh leave a comment any anywhere that can reach me cuz uh that'll just fuel my fire because I've been dreaming about it since I was little and I'm convinced it's a good idea regardless of the world right now it might not be the right time but I feel like the right time's coming I think know? you just found the right location yeah like area where that there isn't a shop you know like where there is a dot there is a need for a shop there i've found because there's so many of them i've found it there you go it's close i think you should do it and the layout's perfect and there's even an upstairs that's like an apartment where we could put a podcast studio and i could have storage up there and it's close dude i could skate to it oh it's like in the area of yeah no shit and like people, I have some people tell me not to do it because it's not like doesn't make sense financially. But I honestly think that I could maintain a skate shop where I could create one job and it could pay for itself. I might not be raking in doughs from a skate shop because it's a hustle, it's a passion yeah, business. You that's know? not the point of it, anyways. So. Yeah, exactly. That's what doesn't drive me. Mm-hmm. What drives me is the idea of having a retail spot. And a, not just a retail spot, but a place for kids and people to come and, like, connect. Yeah, skate shop's a whole community. Community, yeah, connect and, like, and then also I could fill out the all-I-need apparel and put all the decks, world, and all-I-need boards in. And obviously other brands. I could support other brands, like yeah. other clothing brands and skateboard brands by carrying their merch and putting it in the store and supporting them. And then uh, it'd be sick to have the podcast studio upstairs. So people would, if they wanted to, my guests would have to go through the the shop and then yep. go upstairs, which would just be a sick concept. That'd be cool. I know. It's just the spot I found is a little ex- more expensive. Oh, true. Okay. Because, like, they want a lot, and it's like, I don't know. It's just because I haven't, it usually, like, the first year of opening a uh, skate shop is rocky. Mm-hmm. But I feel like we'd do fine, because I've been, we've been growing all I need for, like, over 10 years now. Like, that's the hardest part is when people want to open up a skate shop and they don't have a following. Yeah. But, like, we've been doing that with the brand and the podcast. And, like, I feel like if I opened a shop, a bunch of people would come visit and support it in the first year that we could get – we could figure out if we could afford to do it, basically, you know? Dude, anytime I go anywhere, I'll always stop into whatever shop's nearby, just buy a shirt, buy something, you know? just Yeah. Because, like, I don't know. Because you know it goes it. towards the love, you know? Yeah, you know it's that's going a back hustle. into skating. Yeah, it's a hustle that needs people to support it. Otherwise, <clears throat> it's a passion project. Mm-hmm. It's not like a get-rich-quick scheme, you know? Yeah, I just bought these at uh, Solstice. I was, I was eyeing these those. I, was like, I like them. Can't really. I don't know if you can see them. But I got these at Solstice, too. Some New Balance joints? Yeah, 440s. Yeah, they do the number system? Yeah. Nice. 
Um, but yeah, dude, I'll have to show you it after the podcast. It's so close, and it's this is such a prime location where I'm at. Like, this park's like all around the areas of the of, of here, you know? Yeah, and it's just like there's a lot of traffic and stuff, so mm-hmm. it's like right off I the feel highway. Like it could work, you know? Um, but COVID and winter's coming, so it's like so. I'm just gonna save my. I think what I'm gonna do is just start saving the skateboard lesson money I make. <laughs> Till like April and May, yeah. See how much I save up, so that'll be like the first half of the year's rent, you know. So I'm gonna push the lessons really hard, just because it's gonna go towards possibly opening up, opening up an all I need skate shop. Um, so when, especially when the weather gets cold, I'll be putting up flyers at the edge and just like really engaging there. So, um, so that's kind of my game plan. Yeah. Just start saving. Because yep. even if it doesn't happen, it's like at least I'll have that nest egg of money to uh, put into something. Yeah, all I need into the brand, you know. Mm-hmm. What do you do? You just have to like you're just gonna write up like a business plan or something. Or? I mean, I could write one up. Do people um, do that? Yeah, you could do that. Yeah. If you're trying to get a loan or something, that's okay. probably your better move, you know. But really, you just gotta have a business plan down. So when I go talk to them, I can be like, "Hey, this is like here's all the stuff I've created. Here's the brand." Here's my all the evidence that I've been doing it for ten years. Um, here's money up front for you know six months I have saved or whatever. Yeah. So I'll, you know prepared I prepared for longevity. You know. Yeah, because I think they want you like certain places will want might want you to sign like a three year lease or something. Or yeah, like, probably. You know what I mean? So it's not just like in and out. But you have to make sure it'll work, and that's why that first year is probably super risky because you're like in there and you're like, this has got to pay for itself, otherwise. I'm just going to be paying to keep something open that's not making a profit. Like yeah. You can't do that. Like You can do that, but it's just... You're hurting yourself, possibly. Yeah, you're taking you know? away from it. It's like... So yeah. it's got to be profitable where it can stay open and maintain, you know? It doesn't have yeah. to be, like, baller, but if it could just create one job, even if it's not for me. Like, maybe at first I work there, but then eventually pay someone to work there, and as long as you can pay the bills and keep it stocked and pay for someone to work there... That's well worth it to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because it's so much more than just a, a a business. Skate shops are way more than just a profit business scheme. It's a community thing. You build a community around it. People go there. It's a place to talk. It's like it's kind of like a skate park in that sense, where you go and you just hang out and like talk about the thing you give a shit about and see the stuff that you love and all the artwork. It's almost like a, a church. Yeah, yeah, you walk it really. In is. And it's just like it's a temple to skateboarding. You know, or you're like. Oh. You know how many times I've, like, gotten out of work and, like, just gone to Edge and not even skated? Like, yeah. just gone there and just uh, hung I'm out? Yeah, yeah, I'm with you, man. Yeah. Or Solstice. I'll just go some days when exactly. I like, feel lost. Exactly. I've done lost. that so many times. Yeah, I just feel lost and I'm, like, having a weird day. And I'm, like, I'm just going to go in and look at all the art and the skateboards and the shoes and the apparel and, like, talk to whoever's working yeah, about skating. Yeah, you just skating. shoot the shit. Yeah, and, like, awesome. skate out front. And, like, you just, it makes me feel, like, normal again. Mm-hmm. I used to do that a lot when I was a little kid. I had nowhere to go, so I'd go hang out at the shop. Yeah. And that was like huge for me to develop and feel safe and have people that didn't judge me. Yeah. And were just cool. And that, that, that would be amazing to foster, you know? Yeah. Or to do, or like it's worth saving and working towards. And I, I've been dreaming about it forever, but it's like, I don't want to just force it to force it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I want it to happen because 
I'm following a thread and things start going in and it makes sense. Yeah, it's like you're ready for it. Yeah, because like if it, cause like I've wanted to do it for so long that I like started forcing it and I'm like, yeah, this just isn't going to work if I like – I want it so bad but it doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Like it's like, no, it's got to make sense and I got to have the desire to do it, you know? And uh, that's why I always – I know it's going to happen at some point because uh, I've been dreaming about it so much and now it's starting to come into like – makes sense i found a spot that i liked even though i don't know if i can afford it um i would ask iggy to build all the racks for the boards like yeah. build a wall rack iggy would come in he could build our uh our counter. front desk yeah everything. the counter all that stuff like um so that's another thing i could tick tick off the box of something that i got covered if i save the money that's rent money for half a year that's another box so like i'm just trying to do it at a pace that it makes sense instead of just trying to like take out a loan or like rush into it or take away from all i need to put it into it you yeah. know like i'd rather hustle and work hard and save that money with the skateboard lessons and direct it towards that than just trying to like take away from get being able to afford boards or whatever you know like, yep so but I just already pictured the sign outside. It just says all I need. So people driving by are like, what is that? You know, it make That's you want to cool. come in, you know? And I know someone, my homie Pofo, I haven't talked to him, but he makes some sick outdoor signs. Pofo. Yeah. Yeah, he shreds. He could make the outdoor sign that says all I need. Because the spot that I have, it has like a box where you can slide like a sign in, basically. Yep. So like I'd probably reach out to him for that. So, yeah. Sick. Yeah, yeah been dreaming about it i don't want to jinx myself or whatever but i like talking about it because the more i talk about it the more i can figure it out and the more it's like you're putting it into reality yeah out into the ether and like and that's why if you have feedback you let me know because that would like you know what i mean if you think it's a good idea (laughs) that only adds to the fire you know okay where are we going from here my friends oh okay he also writes yeah, so that's another interest of mine, working towards a skate shop. Yeah. Slash hangout place, you know, skate club, all I need club. <laughs> I don't know what it'll be, but like I don't, I want it to be a shop, but I also want it to be like a hang. Yeah, have know? like a couch or something. Yeah, and that's kind of why I thought the podcast studio upstairs would be sick too. Yeah. Because that incorporates with like the hang aspect. And I also thought like maybe do something like uh, like Woodward does, like maybe buy a couple laptops. So, like, kids around could come in and I could show them, like, how to use iMovie and, like, Dude, that'd be really and, sick. Like, just do it for the sake of doing it, you know? I forgot about that. Yeah, BZ was teaching that. Yeah. I think last year or something. All we need is a couple Macs and, like, a space for them to sit down and then, like, some free time to come in and, like, learn how to edit and, like, how to export and, like, just show them, you know? Yeah, one thing I was going to say when you were saying all this is, like, you get to kind of create a community at of skateboarding you yeah. know like a, like almost like have an influence on a part of it mm-hmm. and be cool because like you don't you could keep the full lengths alive that way and like yeah. keep like kids from just getting lost on instagram and give stuff, them you something know? to do yeah and like, something a little more that they might not have realized was a part of skating yeah until you got their foot in the door with it you know yeah like show them like that that's a really good example of that like i could even do that i could do like have laptops so they could edit on and import and export, and then I could do you could use the podcast studio where I could like let rent rent it out or like if it, if we needed yeah. to to like let people have a podcast so they can use a space 
designated for that, and that money would go into keeping the podcast alive. Yeah. I mean, the not the podcast, the skate shop alive. Yeah, you've been thinking about rent. this a lot. Yeah, dude, I've been dreaming. <laughs> but I, I think, like, an editing station that people could use, and I could teach people to, like, kids that want to, like, because the kids love filming video parts and all that stuff. Like, bring your phone in. Film a bunch of shit on your phone. Come on in. Dump it on the computer. I'll show you how to dice it up, whatever. Like you can, or like you can sit down and figure it out for your fucking self. Yeah. Like just have a designated spot where someone could use it if they wanted. You know, I'm sure there's drawbacks to that or whatever. But like, I'm not really thinking about those at the moment. I might have to, but like, just from a concept idea, I think it's a cool idea. Yeah, I think it's a sick idea. Yeah, and same with the podcast. Like more people that are, if people are out there have an idea and there's a studio set up, you know, I could rent it out just. And that money could help sustain the shop, mm-hmm. which is like another way to keep it open besides just having to sell something. Yeah. You know? There's like more to offer, basically. Yeah. It's like another revenue stream that could keep that place alive. Yep. You know? Don't know, but I'm dreaming. We dreaming, boys and girls. There's a second part to uh, Patrick's question. Patrick, shout out. You're the G. Hope your knee's doing good. I, last time I seen it, you're you, you're post-rehab, and you're rolling and skating. It's only getting stronger. Stoked for you. Uh, good dude. Uh, love skating. He says, also, most hated food. Mayo takes it for me. Most I've been talking, so. hated food. Yeah. Damn. You got something? Probably ketchup. Ketchup? Yeah, it's fucking gross. Is that a food? I guess it's a food. It's a condiment. Yeah, I guess mayo is too. <laughs> if he's setting the bar at condiments. All right, so <laughs> let's let's do condiment, but also let's pick a food too. I don't know if there's anything I don't like. Uh, I hate like uh, like zebra cakes and shit like that, like fake desserts. That's nasty. Really? They're disgusting. Wow, like a nutty bar? No, those are delicious. That's a, exactly what you just <laughs> those, described, though. No, it's not. Yeah, it's a fake fucking snack, dude. That's a wafer covered in chocolate and peanut butter. Yeah, but it's just chemical processed I'm talking processed those shit. gross, like, fudge brownies. Yeah. And, like... I know what you're talking like, about. Like, cakey stuff. It's nasty. I don't even eat them anymore. With, like, gross Very rarely. Fucking But I love them. And... You don't like those? No. Wow. Not, even when I was a kid, I didn't like them. Are they still a quarter? They're probably not. They used to be quarter snacks. You oh, go in and get a zebra not. cake and get a fucking Nutty Buddy and get a... Fudge round. The fudge other? rounds are good. You know which ones I, haven't I like? I have had any of these in so long. I know. You know which ones I like is the donut sticks, the two pack. I never had donut those. sticks. Those are probably good. Super bomb, dude. I used to eat the oatmeal, uh, what is it? Cream pies? Yeah, yeah, those. <laughs> Loved them. Cream. <laughs> What's it make you think of? <sighs> sea yeah, hairs? Nuts. Cream pies and sea hairs? It's is no- that the next name of the All I Need video? <laughs> yeah, it is, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so immature, Barth. Yeah. F- so that's what you're going with for your answer? Yeah. Yeah. Food I dislike. Mm, I know there's something. It's easier to think of foods you like. Yeah, obviously. One I dislike. Cantaloupe. What? I'm not really into cantaloupe. Oh, I love it. Really? Yeah. I'm not really into it. Ben Reed, every time I would post it on Snapchat, would message me and be like, that shit is disgusting. <laughs> He's right. You should listen to him. Yeah, how, what's wrong with it? It's just like a broke-ass watermelon. It's like a ghetto-ass version of like some better fruit, you know? I guess. It I just has know. a weird taste that I'm like, 
oh, as I get oh, older. Oh, no, you know what it was? It's the honeydew he doesn't like. Yeah, honeydew either. But I'm that like, shit's not that great. Yeah, cantaloupe and honeydew both are kind of like, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I don't know. I could eat cantaloupe. As I'm getting older, I, I'll eat it more, but yeah. I'm still not like Like in a fruit salad? Sure. Yeah, like I won't throw it on the floor anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just eat it in spite. Um, what other food? My sister loves egg sauce. You ever had egg sauce before? Never even heard of it. I she loves it so much, and like I really don't care about it. It's not bad what per is se. It? Egg sauce. I'm gonna look it up right now. It's not horrible. Like I'll eat it, and it's not like doesn't taste like completely bad. But uh, it's not something that seems enticing to me. Egg sauce recipe. That's what we need. Let's see. Holiday sauce. Oh, whoa. Holland, hollandaise sauce. That's like Eggs Benedict. I guess that's egg sauce, apparently. Bro, that I shit's typed bomb. In, I can't find it anymore. I was picturing like spaghetti and eggs. Like, you ever make that? My Sp- sister used to make it all the time. Spaghetti and eggs? Yeah, she like makes spaghetti and then like cracks an egg into it with like some other stuff i think she puts like cream or milk or something in it. i don't put eggs in spaghetti bro dude doesn't sound like... that bad though sounds pretty it's good. all right but you don't put sauce in it no yeah it makes sense um hollandaise sauce is good yeah that's all that's popping up when it comes to egg sauce maybe that's what it is and i just didn't realize it uh an easy to make holiday hollandaise sauce to serve over poached eggs fried eggs or breakfast casserole the thing that i had is egg sauce it was just like a soup type thing though that doesn't even look like it i don't know my sister loves it i'm not really into it that much Hmm. i'm interested and then as far as that other foods i don't like i can't really think of anything i like a lot of foods Oh, this is definitely stuff I've tried that I can, you just can't get down. You with. spit out. You're like, fuck this shit. What about genres of foods? If you had to pick like your favorite genre of food, like Jamaican. Italian, what? Jamaican. Jamaican. Yeah. Really. Yeah, fried plantains and like bunch of like uh, jerked meats and stuff, and like rice and beans. Watch, all bomb. watch it, bro. Jerked meats, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty good. Yeah. I don't think I've ever had Jamaican food. Dude, you got to go to Flavor Jamaica in Brockton. I've yeah. been talking about it for years. I think you've talked about it on the podcast <laughs> before, maybe. <laughs> you Do you, Sway and Marty, just go there and hang out? And just like Jamaican That used to be crazy? the move all the time. Yeah. Skate Brockton Park all day and then go to Flavor Jamaica. Isn't there a skater that opened up uh, in New York? Um, fuck. Tyshawn. Tyshawn Jones? Yeah. He, he, made a, he opened up a Jamaican restaurant? Yeah. Wow. I feel like I got to look up Jamaican food now. Jamaican food. I just want to see what it looks like. It's delicious. Jamaican food near me. Ooh, there's Jamaican food in Boston for sure. And it's all like heavily seasoned and like. Yeah. You know, like, you're starting to turn me on, bro. Yeah, it just looks like. It's uh, so flavorful. It's all rice. There's spicy meats. A lot of vegetables. Looks pretty bomb, dude. Yeah, and even just the colors and stuff, like. Yeah, I'm down, dude. I'm I'm getting hungry. I oh, think oxtail. Have you ever had that? Nope. It's delicious. Jesus, bro. Sounds horrible, though. It's not. Is it literally oxtail? Yeah. <sighs> yeah, man. Makes you strong like bull. Like bull. <laughs> dude, Sway's mom um makes Jamaican food too. Are they Jamaican? Yeah. Nice. He Sway speaks Creole. Nice. Yeah. Interesting. He like interesting. blew my mind one day. He was talking to some girl in Creole at Brockton. 
because she like wouldn't get out of the way and he's like oh you heard me when i spoke creole it was mad funny <laughs> um sorry no fine um oh, the meat pies. The, those look fucking bomb dude what are they like meat pies yeah empanada like an empanada kind of yeah those look amazing man yeah um i think that's it man unless we do one more question or we save it for the next pod you want one more what is it let's just do it this one's from <laughs> the homie mason roughs on shout out i'm He's supposed to i'm supposed to send him stickers and i blew it i didn't send them yet but i do have it in my list of things to do so if you are listening mason at some point i will mail you some stickers excuse me all right final question of the day my friends he first he wrote how are you man i'm good my g <laughs> still dreaming son despite the chaos we gonna be okay we gonna be okay uh, what have you learned in 2020? What have you learned in 2020 that you can pass on to future generations? That's a heavy one to go out on, but I like <laughs> right? it. It's a good one. It's a good one because it puts some Damn. like it puts some like like we have to come up with something, you know? Like that's not a bad thing in life is to come up with something. Do, would you want to go with this one, or you want me to go first? Or I guess I would. You're just the say... guest, bro. So. If I had to answer, I would just say um, this year I've learned that I just need to talk less and listen more. Nice. Because I always open my mouth and say too much and shit, dude. So been trying to take stuff in. Yeah. But not on Joe Rogan. Not like on that. Yeah, like you're not trying to listen to the same programming all the time or whatever. Just when I'm around people, just like taking in the experience rather than. You know what I'm saying? I do. I, I feel I think like it's I've, a, it's I've a sign like, of maturity is to be able to not just talk to fill the empty space, but to actually sit back, listen, hear things out, process all the information, and then have an opinion. Which I've always tried to do, obviously, but I just feel like I have a better uh, grasp. Yeah, of like catching myself, like talking too much or saying too much or. Yeah, doing something stupid or whatever. You well, because sometimes it's good. It's like you have these strong ideas and beliefs, and you just rush them out there. Yeah, you know? especially if someone's like got the opposing one or whatever, and it's like you don't end up actually hearing them out because you're so busy with like wanting to pr- tell them your side of things. You know, a, a lot of time too, it's more like I d- I don't want to argue. You know, like yeah. people will like bring up like a sensitive thing, and like I don't want to argue about it, so I'll just listen. Yeah. Kind of, like same, kind of the same thing. What you no, were but yeah, I like that. Because yeah. instead of like, even if you agree or disagree, even if you disagree, it's like you don't have to disagree. You can just listen to them. Yeah, and they can get it off their chest, and you don't have to add any tension yeah, to it. Yeah, it doesn't or... have to be combative. Yeah, and you, then if you want to interject at the end, I, that's something I learned too: is trying to find the right words to convey how you feel. I'm constantly trying to learn that, like it's hard enough just to know how you feel than to try to explain that to someone, mm-hmm. you know, like that's a good one, Barth. Thanks. I feel like you do a good job, man. Thanks. <laughs> I've always, ever, ever since I've known you, man, I feel like you've been a, you're a critical thinker, which is lacking a lot these days. Cause everyone has their own thought bubbles in their own. They can find all the, they yeah. can find whatever to support their ideas. They don't have to actually, they don't have to actually listen to someone who disagrees with them mm-hmm. because they can just support all their ideas. Even if they're not good, they can find it online on the whole wide web. You can find a bunch of shit that'll tell you you know what you're talking about. Yeah. And you never have to be like critically thinking. 
and go, oh, do I actually know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of that going on. Yeah. But like, just like since, not open-mindedness. Yeah, whatever. just like, I know what I'm talking about, and if you agree with me, fuck you, and then you find other shit online to support what you want to be supported. Mm-hmm. And not actually question whether you know what the fuck you're talking about or not. Yeah. Because that's harder to do, you know? And, it, and at times it's exhausting. Mm-hmm. Being like introspective and constantly critiquing and questioning everything you believe or think is like tiring. Yeah. But it's part of growth. Like you got to do that. And you've always seemed to do a good job. Because you, when I first met you, you would like to just throw out crazy shit just as a social <laughs> experiment. You yeah. would. You'd just go into stores and say weird shit to people and, like, s- kind of break up the rhythm or the monotony of, like, normal day shit. And funny. I always loved it, even <laughs> though sometimes it was fucking obnoxious and uncomfortable for not just you. But that's what I'm saying. Or them, but everyone in the area. Yeah. But I've always liked that because I was like, he's thinking. He's trying to see what resonates and what doesn't, and he's throwing out different things because everyone's stuck in rhythm and you would just break up that rhythm which i liked even though it didn't always work Fun out <laughs> didn't always work out bro sometimes it was like no, oh god definitely not yeah but, but um, i'd always do something and be like why did i do that like right after it too i'd be like oh. <laughs> i've always liked it even if i've complained Word, that's what i've actually liked about you a lot i think that's why we're friends is because you're not a cookie cutter person you use your brain you like to think about things and like you're open-minded enough to like not think you have it all figured out yeah i try <laughs> try to not think that anyways. let's keep going you know i'll yeah. do the same um what, what did uh the question yeah for you uh, let me just make sure i got it correctly i think i deleted it it was like what advice could i pass on something i've learned that i could pass on yeah in 2020 i think you said. oh yeah it was 2020 um <sighs> Something I've learned this year is that is that you have to look inward. You have to look at what you believe. You have to define what you believe. You have to figure out what you think and what you feel. I've learned that you have to be in control of your of your own gifts and your own curses. You have to self-reflect and you can't rely too heavily on everything online and you can't rely too heavily on experts. You got to like titles and all that stuff. You got to think for yourself and you got to take in a lot of information from all sides, things you disagree with and things you agree, and you got to balance that out. You've got to, what I've learned is you got to realize that you're fortunate to be alive and that you have gifts that you have to learn to manage. So we all have gifts. We all have gifts we have to learn to manage. And some people don't want to because it's a lot of responsibility. So like how you communicate can be a gift or a curse, you know? And you could learn to manage it or you can just ramble on endlessly. Like you got it all fucking figured out. Yeah. And that could bury you too, you know? Or there's a lot of responsibilities we have in this life and some people run away from those things and they blame the world and then other people run towards those responsibilities and they get better at them and figure them out and they don't feel like such work and then they become purpose and meaning, you know? So it's just like we're lucky to have our lives and to have the lights on and uh, you have to look inward and like try your best to not get you have to control your thoughts. 
Otherwise, they'll be taken from you. If you let someone else think for you, it's not good. Yeah, don't let the dealer win every time. You're so- Wait, say <laughs> Don't let the dealer win every time. Yeah. You gotta play your cards, right? Yeah. yeah. You're a sovereign individual, and you're gift with a brain that you can learn to use and control to some degree, and you're gonna have to do that your whole life. And uh, I learned that um, that's hard to do. Growth is hard to do. And I learned that life, you have to give people space and time to figure things out, too. Definitely. Which is a hard thing. You have to give yourself space and time to figure things out, which is hard to do, too. Don't be too hard on yourself. You want to be critical, but not too critical of yourself. Because I think, like, that's what they say. Not that I'm I'm not really religious, but in the Bible they say, like, um, Lucifer, the devil, is the intellect, the highest intellect in God's angels. So he could rationalize everything. Because yeah. in this world that we live in, you can rationalize anything. You can make anything truth, even if it's false. Yeah, as long as you it know? makes sense in your reality. Yeah, you can yeah. just say, no, that's wrong. And you can find anything to support it and make it make sense, you know? Mm-hmm. You can rationalize everything to death. Everything. But at some point, it's like, if your life's going horrible and you keep denying that and rationalizing and blaming external things, then it's on you. Yeah, those are excuses at that point. Yeah. yeah. I'm I'm trying to learn that like there's something bigger than ourselves and that, that we have to like almost bend our knees to and be like, look, we don't have it all figured out and like um be open to new ideas and like get past our ignorance. Mm-hmm. It's just hard to do. Because, like, to to realize you're ignorant is normal, but that's like looking in a mirror and seeing all the mistakes you've made or all the things you said that you didn't mean. And, like, that's hard to, for people to want to do daily, you know? Yeah, that's kind of, like, why I like weed so much. Yeah. I feel like I'm just constantly self-reflecting on, like... Yeah, it do, it's good for that. Even, like, or just, like, you be. get too high and all of a sudden you're like, oh, why did I say that? You why freak did yourself I do out this? Like, yeah. yeah. But I like it. Joe Rogan speaks about that. <laughs> it's it's real, dude. It but really I agree. Does. I agree. Yeah. It's like a, it can be a tool, you know. <laughs> Depends on the individual and their psyche makeup. But like, if you're someone that can handle that paranoia and yeah. stuff, you can use it. And I also think some people don't experience that. Definitely not. Like you know what I mean. Like it just doesn't do that. People are so complicated and made up of different things that yeah. it's just like every drug can go a different way. Mm-hmm. It's not advice for all you guys to go do it, but it's yeah, just a general all. outline for. That's the thing. And then another thing I learned is like before you think you know who the winning team is and what grandfather is going to lead us out of this, make sure that you have your own life uh, somewhat on track. Uh, Jordan Peterson Jordan Peterson advice would be make sure your room's clean before you criticize the world. Um, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one because a lot of people have all these strong opinions and think they got it all figured out, but their lives are in fucking shambles, you yeah. know? And it's like you can't save anyone if you can't save yourself. Yeah, exactly. And um, this I'm I'm kind of talking to myself just as a reminder, you know, like uh, yeah. So before you think you got it all figured out, and you know, and you're mad at other people and other things, like take a second to make sure that the variables and the people and the relationships and the things in your life you're not taking them for granted and you've got them somewhat under control. There's always things we can do better in our own lives. And don't think fucking people are going to save you. That's your responsibility is to save yourself. 
like some politician isn't going to save you. They can promise you all the security or all the financial riches and business shit they want, but it's your response. Your life is your responsibility, and you, you no one can keep you safe except for yourself, and no one can do the work but you. So I learned that, and I'm learning that every day, you know? It's a bitter pill to swallow. Oh, that's a good one. Things I think about. Yeah. Thanks for podcasting. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for being here. Peace, people. Um, again, all the feedback um, through the iTunes store, on the YouTube channel, all the comments and the love, much appreciated. All the criticism and hate, send it our way. Uh, I'll look at it. If it makes sense, I'll I'll take it to heart. But if it's just <laughs> mean and assholey, I just block. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Don't need negativity. Yeah, I mean, just, we don't need uh, useless negativity, like, just yeah. for the sake of being an asshole. That's what I mean, yeah. Yeah, but we're on the internet. It's the Wild West, my friend, so everyone's got a microphone, so. Hell yeah. Make a noise, make a noise. We're going out. <laughs> Dude, some Birdman shit right there. Oh.